It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
We can't say any more indeed. The Moody Blues and Whites and Nights Satin, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, Happy New Year to you all, and welcome to 2022 and the first edition of Raw Radio of the New Year. I am your host with the most is the Iceman, Jared DeJuan, and we hope you had a wonderful holiday season of Christmas and New Year's, but we're back to work as we are always on Monday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, here at Raw Radio, episode 326 pound You can join us right Right now, we're expecting a plethora of guests today, including the King and Queen of Banish, Gerard T. Smith, and Michelle Lindotz. Despite a blizzard that has hit the East Coast in a big way, the Loose King, Shaquille Cole, Cephas, the King of Clubs, Smith Patel, the Rattlesnake, and Neil Patel, Mr. WCW and his New Year's baby diaper, if you will, Chad Hinshaw, the Empress Henry Rickenbach, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the JML Experience. Experience Big IQ Jeff Tears, the Rush Ronda Rush Wright, the Empress Amory Rickenbach, and so many more people joining us here on the show. Of course, we're going to talk about day one. As you know, a very interesting scenario happened on Saturday night, let's just say in Atlanta, the ATL down there in Georgia. We will have a live report coming up from the ATL here in just a little bit. But we're going to start off Raw Radio with some news, of course, as you know, of course, as we said, a big winter storm has hit the Northeast, however, if you will. We understand how that Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, and southern New Jersey could be getting up to two and a half, maybe three feet tower of snow, as well as thunder snow in Alabama, Tennessee, Virginia, Maryland, and North Carolina. We will get an update on the Weather Center here in just a little bit here on the Talk Show Radio Network and on Raw Radio. And let's just say it is a big northeast clipper that has hit the east coast in a big way to start out the holiday season. Now, for you football fans out there, a lot went down in the football scene this week, and let's get into it right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you will, and tell you what happened. As you know, yesterday, the Philadelphia Eagles, of course, ladies and gentlemen, did defeat John's football team, the Washington football team, if you will, how hurting their chances for the postseason did Washington, and as a result, saw their season go kaboom, if you will. As a result, the Eagles now still have a slight chance of making the playoffs, but they will be playing the Dallas Cowboys, who are coming off a tough loss of their own, however, at home to Arizona and Kyler Murray yesterday, Saturday night at AT&T Stadium, the site of WrestleMania 38, if you will, coming up, if you will, at 8 p.m. in prime time. That will be a very interesting game to watch, if you will. Meanwhile, Justin's boys, the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming's boys, if you will, the Indianapolis Colts and Carson Wentz, despite the fact he had COVID early last week, however, and almost missed the game against the Las Vegas Raiders, did come back yesterday, but it was too little too late. In the end, the Colts, however, suffer a setback 23-20 to and now find themselves on the outside looking in thanks to uh, Derek Carr's 260 yards passing. And as a result, the Colts' playoff hopes may have damaged, been damaged too as they lost, as we said, 23-20. to Meanwhile, tonight on Monday Night Football, my boys will be playing the Cleveland Browns at Baker Mayfield. This will be Big Ben Roethlisberger's last home game and maybe last home game ever as a Pittsburgh Steeler. The Browns come into this game struggling, losing two in a row, of course, to the Raiders and the Packers and are looking to keep their playoff hopes alive, as is Pittsburgh, who is coming off a tough loss in Kansas City, if you will, last Sunday. Speaking of KC, KC went to Cincy yesterday and took on Joe Burrow, who might be the hottest quarterback right now in the NFL next to Matthew Stafford. As a result, Pat Mahomes and company suffered a setback, if you will, 34-31 that gave the Bengals the AFC North Division title outright. So congratulations to Sean Taylor and the Bengals, led by their three-headed monster, Jabbar Chase, who might be the best young 21-year-old receiver in the league by far, along with T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, former Pittsburgh and Clareton Western PA native, who clinched the AFC North yesterday. Last night, the Green Bay Packers, if you will, 
sent the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins packing early for the offseason as it was 25 below zero wind chills and single-digit temperatures that did them in. As a result, Kirk Cousins did miss the game also because of COVID issues as he tested positive on New Year's Eve if you will and was forced to miss the game last night. As a result, the Vikings playoff chances went out the door and sent sailing into Lake Michigan and Lake Huron. As a result, however, they got beat 37-10 to in a thumping there at Lambeau Field last night. As a result, however, the Packers now are in one of the top three spots in the playoffs, if you will. But the story of the NFL week, however, was, of course, what happened up in New York. The New York Jets took on Tampa Bay and Tom Brady yesterday. The story here is, of course, once again, Mr. Big Chest, Antonio Brown, making a mockery of himself and the entire organization that is the NFL. As a result, he took off his game jersey, his pads, and his helmet, if you will, in disgust yesterday. And after the game, Bruce Aarons in Tampa said, we're done with you once and for all after what you've been doing over the past three weeks or so. First faking a vaccine COVID card, if you will, means suspended for three weeks. Coming back, acting like a prima donna, just when things were looking to get well, somewhat back to normal, if you will. And as a result, we saw the end result, what happened. And that was when, of course, we saw what happened when Antonio Brown made a mockery of himself late in the third quarter yesterday of the Tampa Bay Jets game. I've been listening to a lot of people throughout the last 48 hours, including Colin Coward, along with other people, including Ryan Clark, um, Skip Bayless, if you will, Shannon Smith, uh, Stephen A. Smith, if you will, ladies and Shannon Sharp, excuse me, not Shannon Smith, Shannon Sharp, if you will, Dan Orvaloski, and other writers throughout the country. And I got to say, Antonio Brown definitely needs help, people. He really, really does. After what he did yesterday was an absolute cry against humanity and a cry against uh, dignity, if you will. And we saw what happened because of it. As a result, Commissioner Roger Goodell has not suspended or fined the Bucks yet, however, nor Brown, however. But I wouldn't be surprised in the coming days ahead he does just that. As a result, this was a despicable, deplorable scene yesterday in New York. And he will be held accountable for his actions, I'm sure, in due time. But that being said, one of the most disturbing incidents I think I've ever seen in the NFL happened there yesterday in New York. Now, coming up, of course, this Wednesday and Friday, of course, we got a lot of shows to talk about, including Revolution, which will be giving you our thoughts about the first AEW Dynamite show, which, of course, is coming up this week, ladies and gentlemen, in New Jersey, if you will, at MetLife Steam. The big match, of course, everyone's talking about is Daniel Bryan Hangman 2, plus Jade Cargill and her manager, smart-ass Mark Sterling, will take on, of course, Ruby Soho, Ruby, 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 if you will, and, of course, some other things going on as far as that goes. Now, as far as Dynamite, excuse me, AEW Elevation tonight, here are the matches that you will see coming up tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on the show there. It will be Jake Atlas making his AEW debut after leaving NXT, taking on Serpentico, J.P. Harlow taking on Andrade, El Idolo, and Jose. Of course, Andrade returning back to action after a two-week layoff, if you will. Jay Lethal also returning back to the scene, taking on Tony Hollywood, or excuse me, Troy Hollywood, if you will. Angelica Risk will take on Sky Blue. Scorpio Sky of America Top Team will take on Ray Jazz. Riho, prior to her matchup against Dr. Britt Baker, of course, this Saturday night at uh, night, five, night, um, Battle of the Bell, uh, if you will, which will be coming up this Saturday in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Bojangles Coliseum. And by the way, tickets are still available for that show this coming Saturday in Charlotte, if you will. Take on Valentina Rossi. Megan Bain will take on Layla Gray. And yes, Mike Orlando and Shane Stetson will take on Long John Silver, Johnny Huggy, if you will, and Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order. Those are the matches that you'll see coming up on Dark Elevation. 
coming up tonight. Meanwhile, what a lineup we got for you coming up on Rampage this Friday night. And after what happened on New Year's Eve in a brutal women's match, this match has already been signed by Tony Khan, if you will. Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz, how reminds Chris Jericho, who tried to save Santana Ortiz from a beatdown from Tony. Oh, Matt Lee, Jeff Parker, and Daniel Garcia, if you will. However, last week with Floyd the Baseball Bat, how we'll watch now as Kingston Santana Ortiz will have no time limit, no holds barred, anything goes, no disqualification this week, ladies and gentlemen, in Newark. And that'll be coming up on Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, on AEW Rampage. Meanwhile, tomorrow night, New Year's Eve will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, for the Capitol Wrestling Center in Orlando, Florida. And right now, here are the matches that are set up for tomorrow night. AJ Styles plans on confronting Grayson Waller yet again as that feud will continue. Carmelo Hayes versus Roderick Strong in a title versus title match, cruiserweight and North American title. One belt, one person will win both belts. Are. Who will come out of that? We'll have to wait and see. Meanwhile, Mandy Rose will take on Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade in a triple threat for the women's title. The big one, Tommaso Ciampa will take on Braun Breaker, Rick Steiner's son for the NXT title. Can Breaker finally break Ciampa and take away the title that Ciampa has held on since September? Or will Breaker be broken in half yet again? But this is the one I'm really looking forward to seeing. Walter, yes, the monster Walter for the NXT UK roster. How makes his American debut here in the States tomorrow night against... Uh, he will be teaming up with his Imperium friends and soldiers, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel against the Bro-Man Riddle and MSK, the tag champs, Lee and Carter, Wesley and Nash Carter, and a big six-person tag. So, folks, that is going to be very, very interesting. Now, as you know, we've got some birthdays to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, Howard. So, with that said, let us get into it right now, ladies and gentlemen, and tell you what happened, Howard. Like I said, Howard, and tell you what happened the last few days on this date in history, ladies and gentlemen, history. In history, going from uh, Saturday to yesterday. Here is what happened on this date, ladies and gentlemen. On this date, however, in January 1st, however, Harley Race was awarded the NWA Mid-Atlantic title. The championship would become the primary U.S. title for the NWA in 1981, if you will. Also on that same day, however, the special event was held in the Checkerdome in St. Louis as it was Sam Mushnick's final wrestling card in St. Louis as it was Sam Mushnick Day at the Checkerdome in the Gateway to the West. In the semi-main event, Dick the Bruiser would beat Ken Patera to win the NWA Missouri Heavyweight title. But the big main event, however, had Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes going out in a best-of-three falls match, however, to see who would be the NWA World title. Ric Flair would take home that title. Also, David on Eric and Rufus R. Jones, the freight train, as well as Harley Race would team up, would take on Harley Race and Greg Valentine. They would fight to a double DQ. On this day, tower, if you will, live from Miami, Florida, Mr. Britney Spears himself, however, douchebag Kevin Federline, best known uh, for marrying Britney Spears, would defeat John Cena in a no DQ match, if you will. Meanwhile, it's a very special happy 38th birthday to the glorious one, Bobby Roode, of course, ladies and gentlemen, celebrating a birthday. Also, Kimberly Page celebrating a birthday, ladies and gentlemen, if you will, however. Believe it or not, however, we like to wish her a happy late birthday, ladies and gentlemen. She, of course, turned 53 this past week, however, if you will. Also, Precious, that's right, Precious of uh, gorgeous Jimmy Jarvin's fame, however, turned 67 this past week. And the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, ladies and gentlemen, turned 79, however, this past Saturday. So, happy birthday to all of them celebrating a birthday. Meanwhile, in the entertainment world, ladies and gentlemen, we'll tell you about who celebrated a birthday on New Year's Day, ladies and gentlemen, as we'll take a look at those very quickly. Right now, we like to wish, of course, the following people, of course, very special happy birthdays, however. Of course, Vern Troyer, Mini-Me, would have been uh, celebrating a birthday born in 1969 on Saturday. Happy birthday to him. Also, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday goes out to Morris Chestnut, TV actor, turning 53. 
Also, ladies and gentlemen, celebrating a birthday on Saturday is the birthday of former uh, historical figure Paul Revere, born in 1735. In the entertainment world on the state, however, believe the Babysitter's Club movie premiered in 1990. 1,000 Pound Sisters made its debut a year ago at this time. The Mix, starring Caitlin Olsen, however, if you will, which was not a big hit for a couple of years on Fox, would premiere in 2017 on the state. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Flavor of Love, starring Flavor Flav, would make its debut in 2006. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman would make its debut in 1993 on the state, however, ladies and gentlemen. And Sense and Sensibility, the movie, I believe, would come out in theaters everywhere in 2008. Now, as far as January 2nd goes, however, let's take a look, however, and tell you some other birthdays, however, that did hit uh, the scene, if you will, like we said. Uh, some other birthdays very quickly uh, that happened on Saturday. We're just taking a look here real quick. Former Kansas City Chiefs superstar Derek Thomas, ladies and gentlemen, born in 1967, however, who passed away very young at the age of 33, would have been celebrating a birthday on Saturday. So happy birthday to him. A very late heavenly happy birthday. Mount Smith Osborne, better known for her roles in uh, the movies, of course, uh, Funny Farm and All of Me, born in 1957. And Fernando Tatis, ladies and gentlemen, baseball superstar, uh, born in 1975, so happy birthday to her, him. Meanwhile, however, as far as Saturdays go, however, excuse me, excuse me, uh, Sunday goes, however, let's tell you what happened on this date, however, on January 2nd, as we're just queuing this up. Okay, here we go. On January 2nd, however, at an NWA power taping on this date, Arn Anderson would defeat the great Muda, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. In SmackDown in Albuquerque, New Mexico, the infamous story of Don Marie, Al Wilson, Tori Wilson's far, and Tori Wilson all took place, however, on this date. Also, Team Angle took on Chris Benoit and Edge, as well as Brock Lesnar versus Matt Hardy. Meanwhile, speaking of Chris Benoit on this date, it was on the state, however, the AP reported that an agreement had been reached in principle on the estate of Chris Benoit. The agreement, according to his father, however, called for the estate to be evenly divided between his two children from her previous marriage and the family of his second wife, Nancy, a.k.a. woman, woman, oh, so, you're so fine, you blow my mind, a hey, woman. Though exact terms were not disclosed, the estate was estimated to be worth between a million and a half and three million dollars. Meanwhile, Howard the Golden Greek himself, Jim Londos, of course, was born on this date, so happy birthday to him. Also, ladies and gentlemen, some other birthdays to report here on the uh, wire, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday. To, uh, let's see here. We're going to get that up for you right now. Hold on a second as we give you the birthday list here and the celebrity list, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday goes out to, of course, let's see here. We'll tell you about right now. We're looking here. da 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 I'm looking here if there's any big names here. Tay Diggs, turning 51 yesterday. Happy birthday to him. Fernando Tatis Jr., turning 23. Happy birthday to them. Hopefully, had a wonderful birthday. Cuba Gooding Jr., turning 54 yesterday. Happy birthday to him. The star from Jerry Maguire, if you will. And in the entertainment world, ladies and gentlemen, Billy Jean, sorry, Michael Jackson, who went up and beat it, ladies and gentlemen, no pun intended, had his song released on the stage in 1983. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, nothing else to report here on the state, so there you go. Now, as far as January 3rd goes, however, we do have some uh, other birthdays to report real quick. Sorry, we do have one or two more to report, ladies and gentlemen. Jack Hanna, if you will, the uh, man, of course, with animals turning 75 yesterday. Happy birthday to him. Tia Carrere from Wayne's World fame, looking mighty fine at her age at 55. Kate Bosworth, ladies and gentlemen, also celebrating a birthday yesterday, 39. Dax Shepard, Mr. Kristen Bell himself, ladies and gentlemen, turning 47 yesterday. Happy birthday to him as well. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we're continuing to look on here. Baseball former superstar of the New York Mets, if you were much, David Cohn, turning 59. Happy birthday to him yesterday. Also, ladies and gentlemen, celebrating a birthday yesterday. Believe it or not, uh, we're seeing here what else we got on the list here. Uh, actress Jonelle, Jan- J- 
Joanna Pacola, who starred in the movie Gorky Park with William Hurt, ladies and gentlemen, and Brian Dennehy, the late Brian Dennehy, turning 65 yesterday. And pronounced Sweet Pete Whitaker, the boxing great, ladies and gentlemen, born in 1964, would have been celebrating a birthday yesterday. However, he passed away a couple of years ago, so happy late birthday to him. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we're looking to see if there's any more birthdays to report here, as we said, but not, we don't have any. Okay, so there we go, folks. Let's take a look now and tell you what happened on this date in wrestling history for January the 3rd. And, of course, we're going to have some stuff to talk about here. We do want to thank our good friends at Cage Sight Seats for giving us this information, by the way. So bear with us. On this date, Howard Lay Zone, however, from Miami, Florida, Triple H would defeat Big Show to win the WWE title. A side note here on this note, Howard, Stephanie McMahon defeat Chris Jericho and uh, China, Cohen IC champions. But of course, who could forget the infamous Have a Bad Day episode as DX decided to mock Mick Foley on this show. As a result, many people said, Howard, that they were ready to walk out if Triple H and Stephanie continued to run out Mick Foley in the company in general because of the shenanigans that had happened during the program. Meanwhile, in Greenville, South Carolina, where Monday Night Raw is tonight, it was on the State Tower, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, oddly enough, however, as we are taking a look right now, it was live in South Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, that David Flair and Crowbar, however, would win a one-night lethal lottery tournament, if you will, however, to win the WCW Tag Team titles. Nash's regular partner, Scott Hall, was out with a knee injury, and the Outsiders were stripped of the titles. Raw's program would double the Nitro ratings on this night, however, 6.4 to 3.3. Meanwhile, if you will, Jeff Hardy and Bubba the Love Sponge announced that they would be heading to TNA. They would be two of about a dozen debuts on the first impact of the Hulk Hogan run. Meanwhile, also in the state, Tough Enough took place on USA as part of a three-hour block. Four-hour, if you count the post-show repeat. And I believe we hear something right now. I don't know if, uh, if we're hearing anything right now, but we do want to wish happy birthday to one of the greats, our good old JR. Yes, folks, Jim Ross, ladies and gentlemen, is turning 70 years old today. Happy birthday to the Boomer Sooner who got an early birthday present, if you will. Thanks to his Oklahoma Sooners and Bob Stoops beating the Oregon Ducks in the Alamo Bowl last week, if you will, in San Antonio. So, happy birthday to him. Also today, a very bittersweet birthday, if you will, to New Jack, Jerome Young, who passed away of a heart attack last May. New Jack today would have been 59 years old. The original gangsta, ladies and gentlemen. So, happy birthday to New Jack and good old JR. Also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, however, let's see, uh, as far as uh, birthdays go, ladies and gentlemen, we'll tell you about that right now, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday goes out to Mel Gibson today, celebrating a very special birthday. We'll talk about him in just a second. Florence Pugh, who played Paige in the movie, however, uh, My Life and Family and Wrestling, however, turning 26 today. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Eli Mann turning 41, Mel Gibson 66, ladies and gentlemen. And please bear with the noise, however, we're going to try to find out who that is in just a few minutes. They will reveal themselves here on the show. Also, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday goes out to... Uh, actress Dana McKellar, ladies and gentlemen, Winnie, Winnie Cooper herself turning 47 today, looking pretty good at her age, ladies and gentlemen, and happy birthday to the guy who wrote The Hobbit, ladies and gentlemen, J.R.R. Tolkien, who was born in 1892 on the state. Now in the entertainment world today, Gronish made its pro de uh, TV debut in 2018, as did 911. Blossom, sorry, my Bialik, ladies and gentlemen, Joey Lawrence, whoa, made its debut in 1991, if you will. Call Me Cat, also sorry, Mayim Bialik made its pro debut last year at this time, ladies and gentlemen. Also, Surviving R. Kelly was released in 2019, as was The Time Games with The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. And uh, 
See, the last holiday song, Queen Latifah, ladies and was released in 2006. So there you go, folks. And now on the line joining us, however, is the rattlesnake himself from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, who is Tom Brady's uh, buddy, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome him to the sunshine, however, ladies and gentlemen, here on the first Raw Radio of 2021, the one and only Anil Patel. Anil, welcome to 326. Uh, did you just make a blooper there? You, you mean 2022? Sorry, 2022. Yes, I did make a blooper. First blooper of the year, folks. There we go. I knew you were going to catch me on that. Thank you. Yes. But never was welcome. Uh, we were just talking about some of the birthdays. Say JR New Jack celebrating a birthday. New Jack would have been celebrating a birthday. Say JR turning 70 today. And of course, we got a big, big celebration with good old JR after coming back last week on Dynamite, if you will. He will be there, of course, for the big show this Wednesday when we'll see Daniel Bryan, Hangman 2, Electric Boogaloo, plus some other things going on. Of course, a lot happening. We talked a little bit about the NFL. We didn't get to talking about college ball, and I'll talk about it here in just a second. I'll get your thoughts on that, too. Of course, we saw this past uh, Friday, ladies and gentlemen, the Oklahoma, excuse me, the Georgia Bulldogs take a bite out of the Michigan Wolverines, if you will, and charge after them, and Jim Harbaugh knocking them around in the Orange Bowl. They have punched their ticket to the championship game for next Monday night in Indianapolis. Justin Snickerlitz, they they will play Nick Saban and company in a rematch however, as Alabama smashed Cincinnati 27-6 in the Cotton Bowl. But, of course, as you know, tonight the big game is Pittsburgh and Cleveland. That is going to be very interesting. Big Ben's last game. Will he go out a winner? Will he go out a loser? We don't really know. Plus, also, congratulations to the Pittsburgh mayor-elect and now officially Pittsburgh mayor in history, Ed Ganey, as he was sworn in earlier this morning, however, in Pittsburgh, if you will, as the new mayor of the city of Pittsburgh. But, as we said, Neil, a lot to talk about, including what happened yesterday in your neck of the woods, let's just say, with a certain person who, uh, well, made an ass of himself, and that is Mr. Antonio Brown. But that is nor here nor there. Let us talk about right now what has happened this past weekend. Of course, what went down in Atlanta, I know you have a lot to address. So please, before we break down the card, let's hear your thoughts about day one. Mm. Yeah, so uh, so the rest so the wrestling event was kind of um, was kind of bad. Uh, like uh, like I told you yesterday, I didn't want to go into it, but um, I guess we're gonna have to. Um, yeah, so you have like Brock winning the title, you have Becky retaining it. Um, what else? You have Usos winning their titles. Um, you have RK Bro. Like like I said, it was it was boring like crazy. It was. It was not a good show all around. Like not a good, not a good show uh, to present because uh, there were not a lot of t- title changes. Yes, certainly. Well, we'll definitely talk about that here in just a few minutes. Of course, we also want to tell you a couple other birthdays that hit the wire today. Victor Borga today, of course, born 1909. Sergio Leone, the master of the spaghetti westerns, born 1929, celebrating the birthday day. So. They would have been having a birthday, as well as actor Robert Loza. Today, also, happy birthday goes out to actor Dabney Coleman, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, however, the narcissistic, narcissistic, egotistical, hypocritical bigot from 9 to 5. And movies, he was done movies like Tootsie, North Dallas 40 on Golden Pond, and among others. Today turns 90. Not bad for him. And I'll tell you, one of my favorite actresses of all time, Victoria Principal, still looking mighty sexy at her age, turning 72 today. Happy birthday to both of them today as well. But yes, it was a very interesting night, no doubt about it. Day one, of course, a lot went out of that show, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to talk about it here. And like Mitch just said, I'm going to give you my thoughts. Uh, Mitt already gave his thoughts, so we thank you for the... Why I say Mitt? And Neil, boy, that's another blooper for the real. Bloop! Anyway... Uh, that being said, Neil, thank you very much. But we're going to talk about day one right now and give you my impressions of day one as well. But before we get to day one, uh, and Neil, one thing I did mention, obviously, is what happened in your neck of the woods with a certain person that, let's just say, took his, uh, 
ball went home, if you will, and we all know what happened there in New York yesterday. Uh, if you could sum up real quick your thoughts about that and overall week 17 of the NFL, please, would like to hear your thoughts. Well, yeah, I mean, Antonio Brown is a, is a uh, diva as it is, right? So you, you see now what he's done in Pittsburgh and other teams where he's, he's where, he was, where he was now. He got another chance at the Buccaneers after those allegations uh, that he had that they had of, of you know him doing crazy stuff, um, and now he wanted to throw a fit because like I said, he had he had an injury or whatever, and and he's like, oh, I can't play, so I'm gonna you know throw my um, <clears throat> gloves off in the crowd, I'm gonna throw my jersey off in the crowd, all that stuff, be like a a diva, and like um, uh, good. The coach is not letting him play anymore. That's a good thing because we don't need we don't need divas. We need winners, but he's not a winner. Um, right, and yeah, we still won the game twenty eight twenty four, which I which I said, um, Shaq team gave us a little, you know, a little uh, competition. So the Jets gave us um, a good fight, but we 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 fought at the end with fifteen seconds left. So we had like less time to score to win, and uh, boy, did we did we do it, you know? So the risky really? call, but we actually got it done. Well, let's get your thoughts about uh, some some other things that did occur in Week 17. Obviously, we talked about the Pack winning yesterday. Of course, that was a big win for them, obviously. Another story, of course, that came out yesterday was, of course, the railing collapse in Washington. Some other people talking about that. We saw what happened. Joe Judge having a major meltdown in New York, of course, after the Bears-Giants game. And I'll tell you right now, if I'm Dave Gettleman or John Mayer, the Giants organization right now, I think Joe Judge is on his way out the door as of next week. We have heard rumors that possibly Doug Pearson could be hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars, or the Jagos as I call them, here in the next couple of days. We'll have to wait and see if that is going to come to fruition. There's been rumors that uh, they could be uh, making an announcement of a new hire between him and Byron Leffert, the former Steeler and uh, former Jaguar quarterback, if you will, as well as Marshall Thunder and her quarterback in the next few days or a week or so. Uh, Shad Khan, the uh, father, Tony Khan of AEW, said that they were going to talk talking with uh, Pearson possibly again later this week after interviewing him on Thursday. They also said that they're going to be interviewing some other people possibly for the job, including Leftwich, later this week. But I know they were talking to Doug Pearson on Friday. They were going to set to talk with Leftwich today. But they're going to hold off until tomorrow or Wednesday about that, but they could be interviewing him and some other people. Also, we have heard, of course, some other news. However, of course, the Rams, as we told you, did defeat the Baltimore Ravens and John Harbaugh, knocking the Ravens' playoff chances maybe in the dirt, possibly for now, but we don't know as of yet. That is still up in the air. But, yeah, certainly a lot went down yesterday and Week 17 of the NFL. Now, we want to tell you that there have been some changes as far as games go. We understand that coming up on Saturday, these two games have been announced for Saturday night. It will be Kansas City taking on Denver at 4.30. At 8 o'clock, however, will be Philadelphia and Dallas on Saturday night. Those games will be on ESPN. Sunday, meanwhile, however, the Sunday night game of the week, however, will be the Raiders and the Chargers. Originally, it was supposed to be at 4.30 in Las Vegas. That has now been switched to a primetime game on NBC's Game of the Week, however, live from Sin City. The Chargers still have an outside chance making it in, as do the Raiders. The Raiders coming off a... Close shave yesterday while the Chargers zapped the Broncos and pretty much knocked the Broncos and the Donkeys clear across the Rockies, no pun intended, and then some. But speaking of Denver, our thoughts and prayers are with the city of Denver right now. They have been suffering a traumatic ordeal over the past week or so due to wildfires and crazy weather. Again, I have some friends in the Colorado region. However, I know they've been talking to me over the last two weeks. They said it has been crazy with the weather and everything like that. So, again, our thoughts and prayers are with those people right now. And they said it has been very scary and very traumatic out there. Also, we talked about the weather, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in the Northeast right now, in New York, Philadelphia, Boston, Pittsburgh, 
We're going to get some flurries, but not in New York and Philly and Baltimore and Boston. They're going to get maybe two, two and a half, three feet of snow, we understand, compared to Pittsburgh. So they're going to get, after all, a pretty early uh, New Year's present, if you will, coming up starting today. Of course, we will continue to update you with the Weather Center here in just a few minutes. That being said, we will want to remind you also, ladies and gentlemen, wrestling revisit is this Wednesday night, of course, as well as Revolution tomorrow night, 9 p.m., 138055 pound. The first Raw of the year will be broken down. Plus, an update, ladies and gentlemen, however, from the New Japan Wrestling Show. Of course, that is coming up later on tonight from the Tokyo Dome. We'll talk a little bit about that. Plus, the New Year's Evil uh, show that is coming up, as you know, tomorrow night here with our predictions and thoughts as far as that and New Japan. We will share those thoughts in as well as we will start talking about New Japan for the first time here on Raw Radio, beginning a new year and a new chapter here on the talk show here. So that will be coming up here in just a few minutes. As we said, of course, a lot going down, of course, as you know, this week, of course, with what's happening in the NFL, as you said. Tampa will be playing Carolina this week. Pittsburgh will be at Baltimore on Sunday. Folks, those games are still a go as of right now. But as we said, the games that are set for Saturday night, however, have been announced. It will be Casey and Denver playing at 4.30 this Sunday excuse me, Saturday, and then at 8 o'clock Saturday night, it'll be Philadelphia and Dallas live from Big D, and those games again will be the Saturday night and Saturday afternoon game of the week in week number 18. Anyway, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about day one of my thoughts already, and Neil gave us his thoughts, and I'm going to give you my thoughts now about day one. A quick side note, one match has now been announced for Raw tonight. It will be Damian Priest and also the show-off Dolph, the dickhead douchebag Ziggler. However, there is a catch here. If Priest gets disqualified this time, he will automatically lose the title. We thought it was going to happen last week in Detroit, however, with Dolph leaving Detroit Rock City with the belt. But this time, he might leave Greenville with the belt if somehow, someway, Priest goes ballistic and somehow gets intentionally disqualified tonight. Now, I am tired of this feud. I'm really getting sick and tired of just seeing these two battle it out for the U.S. title week in and week out. Hopefully, finally, Priest can put him out 1-2-3 tonight and still hold the U.S. title, but I have a funny feeling Ziggler's going to try doing something to Priest to set him off and cost him the U.S. strap, but we'll have to wait and see what happens here in just a few hours here in Greenville. Anyway, that being said, let's get into day one now and tell you my thoughts about day one, so here we go. Our first match of the night, ladies and gentlemen, how our was a very interesting show, to say the least, ladies and gentlemen. And as a result, here is what the matches were, however, on Saturday night. The first match on the show for the new, uh, for day one, however, was, of course, Damien, excuse me, not Damien, it was Ricochet and Cesaro, ladies and gentlemen, taking on, believe it or not, Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland did have his nose broken on a flip by Ricochet, and as a result, it was smashed and caved in. As a result, he is set to have surgery, I believe, either today or in the next couple of days, as a result, and was forced to leave the arena in an ambulance with a towel over his nose as it was gushing out like a fountain and blood all over the place. As a result, Sheamus and Ridge Holland did end up winning with Sheamus winning for his team. Overall, my thoughts about the opening match, not a bad opener, but again, they continue to bury Cesaro and Ricochet, and they've been doing that for quite some time, and if this keeps up, I would not be surprised if these two guys get their release or they just walk out of the company soon. I think they're tired of getting screwed over. I think they're tired of getting denied every opportunity. So that being said, those are my thoughts about the match, and that's what I thought of the pre-show in general. As you know, the pre-show on the panel concluded at... Uh, Jimmy, of course, uh, some interesting panelists tonight, including uh, uh, Tim Patrick, JBL, Peter Rosenberg, Booker T, and a surprise by SmackDown assistant and Raw assistant GM, Sonia DeVille, which I don't know why they even had her on there, if you ask me. It was ridiculous, if you ask me. So it is what it is. 
Anyway, our first match of the night, of course, was the Usos taking on the New Day again. This is another feud I'm tired of seeing over and over again and again and again. The Usos win with their own version of the 3D, if you will, and as a result, Howard defeated the New Day in 17 minutes. That being said, I thought it was a pretty good match, Howard, but again, we've seen these four teams battle it out over and over again, so hopefully they can start freshening up with new acts and new teams going into the new year and to 2022 and beyond, but we'll have to wait and see. Again, the New Day had their chances to get the belts back again for the 12th time, but they were denied, as the Usos, however, did it for their Uncle Us, however, who we'll talk about here in just a little bit, and as a result, however, as was a result, sorry, I've said that twice now, I'm going to say they did retain the belts, referring to Jimmy and Jay. Next, Drew McIntyre took on Madcap Moss with Burger King Man himself, Burger King Man, Baron Boyne Bland, Cockstain Clown Shoes Corbin, however, in 10 minutes. The story here, however, is with Drew, though. Drew apparently has a neck injury and did not, has not told anyone or management about this, and we saw him laid out later in the night by Madcap Moss and Corbin following this match. As a result, he will be tested to see if he needs neck surgery or if he will be out for an extended period of time. Uh, that being said, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But overall, this match was okay. But again, I was not a real fan of this. This should have been on the pre-show rather than the uh, Sheamus match, if you ask me. Or they should have just canceled that match altogether. But I guess they needed a spot to fill here. I was really surprised it didn't go uh, uh, more than 10 minutes. In fact, I was surprised they didn't shorten the match to 5 minutes because that's the way I think it should have been. But overall, Howard, yes, the Scottish Supernova himself, the Scottish uh, Psychopath, Drew McIntyre and Angel of the Sword struck heart into uh, Madcap Moss and Corbin, if you will, and as a result, sent them a message, and hopefully this is the beginning of the end of that feud as well, and we saw what happened with what went down there. Next, RK Bro taking on the Street Profits, if you will. Montez Ford with a new look. I like this new look by Montez Ford, i got to say. Hopefully he'll be turning heel, however, at some point, and maybe the Street Profits will go back to being what they were at one point in NXT, and that is somewhat a heel team. RK Bro has done okay holding the belts here, but overall this match was eh what it was. Still, I thought it could have been better. It should have been handled a lot better for what it was. But in the end, RK Bro, Randy Orton, and the Riddle Man himself, yes, the Stone Man himself, and I say Stone Man because he definitely is stoned, it seems like most of the time, acting like a total dweeb, pick up the win and retain the tag team titles. Now, other matches on the show included Edge and, of course, Miz. The story here, of course, was Maurice in the corner of her husband, the Miz, if you will. The Cleveland Clown, if you will, of course, got shown up by, of course, the Glamazon herself, Beth Phoenix, with a new unique look, let's just say. And as a result, Edge ended up spearing the Miz and pinning him 1-2-3. This was a pretty good match. I enjoyed this match. Although the build-up for this could have been a lot better, I thought this was one of the better matches of the evening, if you ask me. And overall, it was a pretty entertaining affair. Now, the question is, where do they go from here? Do they go to a mixed tag team match on Raw or at the Rumble? We'll have to wait and see. As you know, the Rumble's coming up in three weeks, however, from Saturday, if you will, live from St. Louis. And by the way, next Monday, folks, we will be in Philadelphia, of course, just a reminder, at the Wells Fargo Center. Tickets are still available for Monday Night Raw on that show, of course, as it will be the night of the championship game, ladies and gentlemen, in the city of Brotherly Love. And then two weeks from Friday, not this Friday, however, the following Friday, we'll be live at the CHI Health Center in Omaha, Nebraska. And then, of course, following that, we will be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, ladies and gentlemen, two weeks from today on MLK Day, ladies and gentlemen, in the BOK Center. Tickets are still available for the shows in Omaha and Tulsa in case you're wondering where you're at. And ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you now two new dates have been announced for Monday Night Raw. First off, March 21st, Chicago, Illinois. Yes, folks, we return to Chi-Town at the All-State Arena. Ladies and gentlemen, as Monday Night Raw returns to you live right before WrestleMania. They're two weeks out. 
Then, leading into Dallas, we head into Pittsburgh. Yes, folks, the final stop of WrestleMania this year will be in Pittsburgh. My hometown, the PPG Paints Arena, ladies and gentlemen, will welcome Monday Night Raw. Monday night, March the 20th, and tickets for both the Chicago and Pittsburgh show, I believe, will go on sale either this Friday or next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, in both Chicago and Pittsburgh at PPG Paints Arena and at the Allstate Arena in the Windy City. We will continue to update you if anything changes before then, but that is what we can tell you about as of right now. So both cities now have been confirmed for the latter part of the WrestleMania tour heading into Big D. Up next, of course, another match that I had mixed emotions about going into this hour, obviously because it was my girl fighting, of course, Liv Morgan for the championship, ladies and gentlemen. Becky Lynch, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, Becky Lynch, the man, of course, the Irish last kisser. Last kiss, kisser, last kicker. Boy, that's another. Boy, I'm blooping it up today. But you're gonna, or that's four, and you're gonna have to count the bloopers I'm doing. I've done four so far. I'm on a roll here, folks. Sorry, but anyway, Becky Lynch defeats Liv Morgan by pinfall. Liv hot off a pretty good match, however. She gave it a good effort, however. I will give her uh, props, no doubt about it. I'm not uh, saying that. I'm just saying that seriously. She fought a damn good match, and she almost had a chance to walk out as the champ. But in the end, Becky somehow retains and is still holding on to that Raw Women's Championship. And then the Fatal 4-Way, which turned into a Fatal 5-Way. And you're asking, J.D., what do you mean Fatal 5-Way? Well, guess what? We found out, ladies and gentlemen, that the Beast incarnate himself, Brock Lesnar, who was supposed to face the original champion, Roman Reigns, however, was canceled. Roman tested positive for COVID hours before the show, of course, Saturday night. And as a result, the show had to be rewritten prior to showtime. Brock was put into the place of the Fatal 4-Way and bumped out of the championship match with Roman altogether. As a result, Brock ended up leaving Atlanta, ladies and gentlemen, as the new Raw champion. And as a result, however, he defeated Big E, Seth Rollins, KO, and Bobby with MVP. As a result, we understand Brock yesterday took his ball, no pun intended, and again went home. That's right, went back home again to Canada. As a result, he will not be on Raw tonight as a result of this, however. But we have heard reports, thanks to Russell Feed and Pro Wrestling Torch's Wade Keller, we understand now Brock Lesnar has three title defenses upcoming. One at the Rumble against Big E, which could start the buildup as early as tonight, beginning in Greenville, as Big E, I'm sure, will be fired up and pissed off, to say the least, ladies and gentlemen, especially after what happened on Saturday night, coming up in three weeks at the Rumble in St. Louis. Two, there is reports that him and Bobby Lashley could be fighting finally, however, this time in Saudi Arabia, not at WrestleMania. And then three, there's talk that him and Roman could go at it one more time, this time winner take all, both belts on the line. Roman's belt, Brock's new belt, possibly, if Brock's still champ by then, in a winner take all match at WrestleMania 38, unless they flip the Bobby Lashley thing and the Roman thing together. But that being said, that is what's going to happen. And Neil, I will ask you first, before I give you my thoughts on the main event here, folks, your thoughts about this announcement that just came down late yesterday afternoon. Uh, what announcement now? <clears throat> that Brock will be defending his belt three times, however. First against Biggie at the Rumble, second with Bobby mm. possibly in Saudi Arabia, unless he defends it against Bobby at WrestleMania, and third in a possible match with Roman in a winner-take-all match at WrestleMania, and then also the announcement that Brock will not be there tonight in Greenville, we understand, just days after mm. winning the championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think he would be there anyways. He's, a, he's, he's a, like I said, a paper champ. He doesn't, he doesn't defend it like he, like he, always, like he doesn't. It, it, it doesn't doesn't surprise me at all um yeah if he if he does defend it three times it's gonna be a quick match obviously he's not gonna lose the title again it's back back to where where we were before 
So it's not, yes. not going to change. It's back to where we were before. We've seen it so many exactly. times. Exactly. Right. And one person who has made a comment about uh, Brock winning the title was Sami Zayn. In fact, Sami had some choice words to say about Brock's title reign and said, that match didn't happen, however, but it will happen one day. I don't know why Sami's making these comments, however, because if he keeps talking the way he is, he's going to get the same beatdown that he received about three weeks ago. Beast, however, if you will. Also, we understand last night in Fayetteville, North Carolina, Sasha Banks apparently tweaked her ankle. She's okay, though, but she said, I'm fine, thank you for the love always, Howard. But she did sprain her ankle a little bit last night when she took on Charlotte Flair there in a house show in Fayetteville. But she says she's okay, and so that being said, she will be looked over, I'm sure, sometime this week and see whether or not she'll be able to return to SmackDown, which, by the way, this week is at the Bohegan Sun in the Unicus of Connecticut. Tickets are still available for that show if you will, ladies and gentlemen, as far as that goes. Now, uh, some other shows that we can tell you about, ladies and gentlemen, as of right now, where you can check out the WWE and AEW, we'll tell you about right now before we get into the Japan and New Japan uh, uh, Russell Kingdom matches. How, ladies and gentlemen, here is where you can check out all the superstars of the facility near you. This Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, at the Cool Insuring Arena in Glens Falls, New York, the TD Garden in Boston, ladies and gentlemen, the Fargo Dome next Saturday in Fargo, North Dakota, and at the Denny Sanford Premier Center in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Meanwhile, Friday, January 21st, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be at the Bridgestone Arena with SmackDown Live in Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee. Monday, the 24th, we already talked about it, and we're going to talk about it one more time, ladies and gentlemen, three weeks from tonight. The Huntington Center in Toledo, Ohio, the home of Maxwell Q. Clinger, Jamie Farr himself, the home of Tony Pacos, if you will, will be welcoming us there in Toledo for the first time with Monday Night Raw. Then, Friday, January 20th, the T-Mobile Center, Kansas City. Get ready. We're going to be live in the ribeye capital of the world, Casey Moe, ladies and gentlemen. Then, Saturday, January 29th, ladies and gentlemen. And it's St. Louis, Missouri, the Dome and America Center. Yes, folks, St. Louis, Missouri, get ready. We're going to be coming to the Gateway to the West for the Royal Rumble 2022. And then Monday, January 31st, the end of the month, we will be in the Queen City of Ohio, which I'm sure they'll be celebrating then, hopefully, depending on what their Bengals do in the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. Cincinnati, the home of Brian Pillman and Joe Burrow, ladies and gentlemen. As of Monday Night Raw, we'll be returning to the city, of course, the home of the Big Red Machine, Cincinnati, ladies and gentlemen, the home of John Moxley, if you will. Then Friday, February 4th. The Paycom Center, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Friday Night Smackdown will be coming to you live there. And then Monday, February 7th, ladies and gentlemen, the Ball Arena, no pun intended. We'll be taking our ball and heading out west again, ladies and gentlemen, this time to Denver. As the Mile High City will welcome Monday Night Raw back to Denver, ladies and gentlemen, in the Mile High City. So that is where you're going to be checking out all the action coming up, ladies and gentlemen, in the weeks to come. Now, as far as AEW goes... Here is where you can check out all the AEW action at a facility near you. We already told you about, of course, this Wednesday and Saturday. But, ladies and gentlemen, next Wednesday, the 12th of January, Raleigh, North Carolina, at the PNC Arena. Ladies and gentlemen, home of the Wolfpack. Yes, folks, AEW will be making its debut in Raleigh, and tickets are still available for that show. Plus, folks, here are some other shows you can check out. Wednesday, January 19th, 2022, two weeks from this Wednesday, both Rampage and Dynamite will be coming to you live from the home of the human, near the Human Suplex Machine's hometown, ladies and gentlemen, John Gross. DC 101 and the boys will be welcoming us back as AEW returns to the nation's capital. Hopefully the snow will be removed by there as we will be live in the District of Columbia. Then, Wednesday, January 26th, the Wallstein Center, the home of Cleveland State University, the city by the lake, Cleveland, Ohio. AEW returns to Cleveland, ladies and gentlemen, as we will have a fun night there of Dynamite and Rampage. And finally, Wednesday, February 2nd, Chicago, 
the Winchester Arena, the Windy City. AEW returns to the Windy City once again, ladies and gentlemen, as we will have quite a night for you on Groundhog Day as CM Punk and company will be coming back to the Windy City to start off February with a big, big bang. Also coming up in February, we'll be in these cities. We'll tell you more about these shows next week on Raw Radio. Atlantic City, New Jersey, the Boardwalk Hall, Nashville, Tennessee, the Municipal Auditorium, and finally, the 23rd, the Webster Bank Arena, Bridgeport, Connecticut, near WWE's backyard, ladies and gentlemen, in the nutmeg state of Connecticut, just not that far from Hartford and New York City in Bridgeport, as AEW will make its debut in both Nashville and Bridgeport coming up in February. And we can tell you now that tickets for both of those shows are already on sale for both Bridgeport and Nashville, and they are flying off the shelf very, very quickly. Plus, we will tell you we're going to be in March, including Orlando, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, and we still have our date set, however, and it's now confirmed, ladies and gentlemen, it will be Wednesday night, April the 23rd, the Bourbon Street area of the French Quarter and Canal Street. New Orleans, get ready. AEW's coming to your neck of the woods at the UNO Lakefront Arena down there on Bourbon Street coming up in April. And tickets are still available for that as well as the Orlando show right now as those tickets went on sale. We understand last Friday, not this past Friday, but Christmas Eve. So if you're looking for a last-minute gift that you didn't get this Christmas season, or you want to start off your New Year right, Howard, you definitely want to get those tickets quickly, Howard, for the show in New Orleans, as well as the show in Orlando, and we'll talk about those uh, shows coming up in Orlando next week, ladies and gentlemen, here on the second edition of Raw Radio 2022. 1-605-562-0444-138744, pound the human suplex machine, of course, hopefully we'll be joining us shortly, but right now we are live, of course, with, of course, the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel. And joining us on the line right now is the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. We welcome him to the show for the first time in 2022. Fonzie, you got Neil, myself, welcome. We were just talking about what happened in day one. Also, what went on in the NFL, of course, in week 17. Plus, one match has been announced for Monday Night Raw tonight. But we are going to talk about the New Japan show that is coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, should I say tonight, ladies and gentlemen, live from the Tokyo Dome, we're going to get your predictions as well as the Neil's, however... Excuse me. That'll be coming to you live beginning later this evening, shortly uh, after the midnight hour. And with that said, let's get everyone's predictions here for night one and night two. Of course, we're going to start, of course, with Anil, of course, with his thoughts on these matches. This is night one now at the Tokyo Dome. Fonzie will get your predictions, too. With that said, our first match of the Russell Kingdom 16 card is as follows. It will be Yo, Y-O-H. Yes, folks, that is his name, Yo. Yo, he... E, with E-I, Koma Atsu. I, I, I can't say his name right. He's 33 years old. He's five foot uh, eight, about buck 85. He's been wrestling since November 2012, uh, like I said. So he is a very unique wrestler, trained, of course, by Naito in the New Japan Dojo. He will take on Sho, if you will, S-H-O, Sho Tanaka, that is, with Dick Togo, formerly of Kaintai and of the BWO, in a straight-up match one-on-one. And Neil, who do you got between Yo and Sho? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the second one. Yeah, these yeah these names are kind of funny. I'm gonna go with the second option. All right, you're gonna go with show. Fonzie, what about you? Yo or show? Who do you got in this one? Show. Sure. What's that? Show. Sure. Oh, okay. All right, up next is a unique match, folks. Hiroshi Tanahashi, who we saw in AEW at one point early last year, will team up with his mega coaches, Rocky Romero, who we know with the best friends, and Chaos, if you will. Also with Ayazuki Taguchi, will take on the Bull Club of Kenta. We know Kenta known as Hideo Tommy one point in AEW. 
NXT. Taji Ishimori and El Fantasmo. And Neil, I go back to you again. Who do you got in this one in this six person tag? Mm. I'm gonna go with the first one. First one. We're gonna go with Tanahashi and the Mega Coaches. I'm gonna go with the Bull Club on this one. I think the Bull Club's gonna pull off an upsetter. I think Kenda's gonna give uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi all he can handle. Of course, we'll talk more about uh, Kenta and Hiroshi Tanahashi here in just a little bit here because they have a big, big showdown waiting them with each other. So I'm gonna take Kenta and his team to take the win here. Bonzi, who do you got in this one? The Bullet Club or uh, the Mega Coaches in Hiroshi Tanahashi? Who'd you get, JD? I went with the I went with the Bullet Club. I took the Bullet Club on this one. I'm gonna agree with you. Hey, what channel is that? Is it a all all Japan wrestling? New is Japan on... wrestling. I don't what believe it's on. It is? I don't think it's on TV, believe it or not. I don't believe it's on TV. I think it's online only, and I think that starts around yeah. 3 or 4 o'clock tomorrow morning. I believe 6 a.m. Jesus. So, <laughs> yes. So, wake up with breakfast with a little sake, a little uh, octopus, a little uh, <laughs> Japanese uh, breakfast, if you will, whatever they have in breakfast, whether it's uh, yeah, I guess, uh, uh, sushi or whatever you want to have, or sake or whatever. Have a little Japanese breakfast for all of us here on the morning show tomorrow. <laughs> All right, here's a good one. Up next, Los and Cordos Wolves, De Japan, Naito, Sonata, and Bushi take on the United Empire, Will Osprey, the Great O'Connor, and Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb, at one point, a big superstar here in the States. Danny knows him personally. Of course, Danny from Oak Park, the Sacramento Slugger, our very good friend who we want to give a special shout-out to him and his friends and family out there in California. Hope they're having a wonderful start to 2022. I got the... Uh, Team of Naito and Bushi, the Los Encores to Japan in this one over Jeff Cobb and company. And Neil, who do you got in this one? Oh, uh, repeat that again. Uh, it is Los Encores to Japan. It is Naito, Sonata, and Bushi taking on the United Empire, Will Osprey, the Great Okan, and Jeff Cobb. Who do you got in this one? I got uh, Naito, Sonata, and Bushi in this one. Who do you got in this one? Yeah, I'm going to go with Naito as well. All right. Uh, Bonzi, what about you? You're going to take the United Empire or the Wilson Corrigible State Japan? Mm, I agree with you, JD. Will you pick? All right. Up next, it will be Katsu Yori Shibata taking on a person we do not know yet. So I'm going to say Shibata wins this one. But this match will be contested under catch wrestling rules where strikes will be prohibited, believe it or not. We don't know who the person is, so I'm going to say Shibata in this one. Uh, Fonzie, I'll go to you this time. Who do you got in this one? Shibata or his mystery opponent, who we don't know who it is? Uh, the second one. You're going to go with the mystery opponent. Okay. And I believe John will be joining us here in just a few minutes. John Gross, that is, the human suplex machine. We'll get his thoughts, too, on the Japan matches here in just a few minutes. John, we see you and Neil, Fonzie, and I are all here. Hopefully we'll be hearing from the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming here in just a little bit as well. Uh, and Neil, let's go with your thoughts. The mystery opponent, or the first guy from Japan I mentioned, Katsuyori Shibata, here in a one-on-one match. Who do you got in this one? Mm-hmm. I'll say mystery opponent because you don't you don't know who you, you don't know who, who who your opponent will be, right? It could be a a good a good um, a good opponent. So I don't I, I wouldn't really know. Very good point. Very good point indeed. And now, we, and now, and now we see on the line also joining us here, 
as we will get his thoughts here. And, of course, we hear from John right now. John, welcome, of course. We'll get your I'm thoughts here. here in just a few minutes. Yep, we see you. We did the her- birthdays and dates. We've got Neil, uh, myself, and Fonzie, and Justin's coming in, too. We're going to get your thoughts here, John, too, uh, about these Japan matches as well, and then get your thoughts on day one as well. First off, let's get your thoughts about day one uh, before we continue. Uh, your early thoughts about day one. It was okay. Yes. And John, of course, will be talking about that tonight with Antonio Gutierrez, Anthony Chobot, of course, Mitt and Neil, myself, Fonzie, John, uh, I say Fonzie, uh, Michelle, Gerard, JML, and the rest of the gang, of course, including Shaq, of course, on Gross and Stofflet Sports Wrestling Incorporated. He also has up right now the New Year's Evil predictions. So, guys, sign up quickly, however, if you can, and get your thoughts in, however, about that, however, before tomorrow night, however, there on that page as well. Uh, Justin, we welcome you as well. Uh, so with that said, uh, John, let's go over your thoughts real quick with these first matches from night one of the New Japan show that will be coming up tomorrow. It will be Yo versus Show. Who do you got? It should be pretty good. No, I want to get your predictions. Who do you think is going to win? I'm getting your predictions on who's going to win. Uh, who thinking. are they again? It is Yo, Y-O-H versus Show, and that is Show Tanaka, if you will. Joe Tanaka. Joe Tanaka, okay. What about this one? Hiroshi Tanahashi and the Mega Coaches, Raizuki, Taguchi, and Rocky Romero versus the Bull Club, Kenta Tashi, Ishimori, and El Fantasmo. Who do you got in this one? Fantasmo. You're going to go with the Bull Club, okay. And then we got this one Los Incorrigibles Day Japan of Naito, Sonata, and Bushi versus the United Empire, Will Osprey, Great O'Connor, and Jeff Cobb. Who is your pick there? Uh, Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb's team in the United Empire. Okay. And we were just talking about this one, the Katsuyori Shibata versus the mystery opponent. We're going with the mystery opponent except for me. I'm going with Shibata. Who do you got in this one? Shibata. Shibata as well. Okay. Justin, we'll get your thoughts. Thank you very much, Sean. We'll continue this in just a minute. Let's get your thoughts now about the Wrestle Kingdom show beginning tomorrow. Uh, Your thoughts about these matches. Yo versus show. Who do you got? Wrestle King, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, okay. Yes, yes. Predictions here for tomorrow. Who do you got? Yo versus Show. Show Tanaka. That is. Who's your pick? Show Tanaka. All right. What about Hiroshi Tanahashi and the Mega Coaches versus the Bullet Club? Who do you got there? Say it. Uh, say it again. It is the Mega Coaches and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus the Bullet Club. Who do you got? I'm going to say uh, the Bullet Club. All right. Go with the Bullet Club as well. All right. What about this one? Los Incorrigibles, Day Japan versus the United Empire. Who do you got there? Say United Empire. All right. And then we were on this one just as you were coming on the line. Katsuri Shibata versus the mystery opponent. All of us are taking, two of us are split. We, two of us got Shibata, me and John. The other two have got the person to be announced. Who is your prediction on this one? Uh, whoever is announced. Yeah, whoever's announced. Yes, exactly. Thank you there, John. Uh, who do you got there, Justin? <laughs> uh, What's that? I'm going to say, um, I'm 
I don't know. Uh, wait, who who who? Um, I I don't watch. I don't watch. I don't watch. Um, New Japan. Yes. Um, I know, but, you, lately, but we're still pick, we're still picking. But who's your pick? Katsui, Katsuyori Shibata, or the Mystery Pony? Who's your pick? Who are you picking in this one? I'm gonna say um. Tomorrow Ishii. Okay, well, tomorrow he, she will be taking on against Evil with Dick Togo. That's our next match. So you already went with that in your, for our next match. So thank you very much, there, uh, Justin. We'll get your thoughts on the other matches in just a few minutes. And Neil, let's go to you. Tomohiro Ishii versus Evil with Dick Togo. Howard, who do you got in this one? Mm. I'll go with the second option. You're going to go with Evil. I'm going to go Tomohiro Ishii. John, who do you got in this one between Ishii and Evil? Uh, evil. And Fonzie, what about you? Evil or Tomohiro Ishii? Evil. I didn't hear. What'd you say? Evil. Okay. All right. Up next is another match, guys. This will be a good one. And uh, and Neil will start with you this time. The Dangerous Techers, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. with Miho Abe will take on Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi Chaos for the tag team titles. Who do you got in this one? I'm gonna go with the yeah the first the first one you said. Okay. The dangerous techers. I'm gonna go with chaos in this one, John. Who do you got? Dangerous techers or chaos? Dangerous techers. And Fonzie, what about you? I'm gonna go with you, JD. You're gonna go with chaos too. And Justin, what about you? Dangerous techers or chaos? Chaos. All right. Up next, guys, another great match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. El Desperado against Hiromu Takahashi. John, who do you got in this one? Takahashi. I'm going to go Takahashi on this one. Anil, who do you got, Takahashi or El Desperado? Oh, Takahashi. Bonzi? That's what you need. Mm. Who's second person, AJ? And Justin. All right. And now we go to the main event, ladies and gentlemen, of night number one for the IWGP heavyweight title. It will be Shingo Takagi against Okada. I got Okada retaining the belt or getting the belt back. John, who do you got? I got it again. Jingo Takagi versus Okada for the IWGP t- title. Who do you got? Okada. Monty, what about you? I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna agree with John Pick. All right. And Neil, who do you got? Okada. And Justin. Okada. All right. That is night one, guys. Now we go to night number two. And here's what we got. It will be a three-way tag team match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. The Flying Tiger, Robbie Eagles, and Tiger Mask versus the Bull Club, Shooters Tag Team, Taji Ishimori, and El Fantasmo versus the Mega Coaches. I got the Mega Coaches winning this one. John, who do you got? Um, I got the tag team of... Who's the tag team again? The mega coaches of Raizuki, Taguchi, and Romero versus the Bull Club's cutest tag team versus the Flying Tiger at the mega coaches in night number two. Who do you got here? Bull Club. Ooh, we're going to go Bull Club here. Oh, interesting. Okay. And Neil, who do you got? 
I'm going to go with the uh, first option. The Flying Tiger. Okay. Fonzie, what about you? Uh, the second uh, the second option, JD. You're, you're going to take Bullet Club? Okay. And uh, Justin, what about you? Bullet Club. All right. Up next, another great match here, guys. It will be Mayu Iowani and the Starlight Kid versus Tam Nakano and Saya Kamatani, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, team 1 or Team 2? And Neil, I'll start with you this time. Who do you got? What was the match again? It is Mayu Iwatani and the Starlight Kid, Team 1, versus Tam Nakano and Saya Kamatani. As Team 2, who is your pick? Team 1 or Team 2? I'll go team two. I, I I don't know any of those people, but team two. <laughs> I don't. I do know a little of the Starlight Kid. How I think he wrestled in the NXT UK for a little bit. How I think, and also he's been in Japan for quite a while. I'm gonna go team one on this one. I think the Starlight Kid and Mayu are gonna pull off the win. John, team one or team two? Team two. Team one or team two, Fonzie. Team two. Team one or team two, Justin. Team two. All right. Up next, however, we continue on the card. The House of Torture, Evil, Yuji Takahashi, and Sho with Dick Togo will take on Chaos of Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and Yo. A six-man tag for the never-open-weight six-man tag team belts. I'm going to go with the Chaos here to win here. Justin, who do you got in this six-person tag here? The House of Torture or Chaos? Chaos. Bonzi? House of Torture. Ooh, going House of Torture. Okay. John, what about you? Torture. And Anil. I'm going to go with the first one. House of Torture. All right. Here's a good one, guys. Sonata versus the Great Ocon one-on-one. I got Sonata. Bonzi, who do you got? Sonata or Great Ocon? Sonata. Bonzi goes with Sonata. Justin, what about yeah. you? Sonata or Great Ocon? Sonata. John, Sonata or Great Ocon? Sonata. And Anil? Sonata. All right, we're down to the final three guys, and then we'll give you an update on the weather here at the Raw Radio Desk. It is Nayuto versus Cobb, and Neil will go to you this time. Who do you got, Nayuto or Cobb? Nayuto. I'm going to go Cobb on this one. I'm going to take Cobb here. John, who do you got? Naito or Cobb? Cobb. Fonzie, Naito or Cobb? Cobb. And Justin, Naito or Cobb? Naito. All right. Two matches left, guys, and here's what they are, ladies and gentlemen. This is the match I'm looking forward to seeing. The IWGP US title on the line. No disqualification. Kenta versus Roshi Tanahashi. I think Tanahashi's going to beat him. I originally wanted to go with Kenta, but I'm going against the grain on this one. I'm going to take Tanahashi in this one. Fonzie, who do you got? Tanahashi or Kenta? Mm. Go with your agreement, JD. You're going with Tanahashi. John, who do you got? Mm-hmm. Tanahashi or Kenta? Tanahashi. In the old Kenta or Tanahashi? 
Mm, yeah, the, these, yeah, these two, these two uh, wrestlers I've heard of. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Penta though. I think I think Penta will pull an upset. I I, I can see an upset coming. Kenta retains and pulls the upset out. Okay, and Justin, you have the final one. Kenta Hiroshi Tanahashi. Kenta. All right, final match, guys. We have all said Okada, however, will be uh, in the final, however, against Will Osprey. So, in case it's that, who will win the match between Okada and Osprey, however? John, I'll start with you. Uh, Osprey. Ooh, okay. I'm going to say Okada retains. Uh, Justin, what about you, Okada or Osprey? Osprey. Neil, Osprey or Okada? Um, Osprey. And Fonzie. What was it, JD? Okada or Osprey? Mm, I'm going to agree with you, JD, whatever you said. I took Okada to retain, so I'm going with Okada. Okay. All right, guys, there you go. Thank you very much. We will give you our thoughts next week, ladies and gentlemen, as far as that goes. However, as far as what happens at Russell Kingdom 16, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you the number here, 326 here on this Monday, January 3rd, 2022. The human suplex machine, the soul man, Justin Lewis, Fleming, the Rouse, thinking Neil Patel, the heartbreak kid, and myself all here. one 605 pound. You can join us right now till after the 5 o'clock hour. We hope you're staying warm and safe this very cold, blustery January day. I know it has been snowing like crazy, especially in John's neck of the woods. My neck of the woods has not had a drop of snow, neither with Fonzie. I know everywhere else it's warm and toasty. We'll give you an update on the weather center here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. We are also expecting some more people, including the Empress and Marie Rickenbach, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Teeters, the Rush Ronda, Rush Wright, Mr. WCW in his 27 dresses, if you will, which I understand has already uh, been basically uh, burnt, however, to a crisp. So he's got a new uh, outfit for the New Year, ladies and gentlemen. And let's just say, however, it is not a um, New Year's uh, out, uh, diaper baby, if you will. Let's just say it's another one that is very unique, however, and he'll explain why here in just a few minutes. But right now, let's give you the weather center and tell you what's going on here as far as everyone's weather right now. Here in my neck of the woods, along with uh, Fonzie, it is 30 and chilly, but it'll start warming up in the next couple of days, 40 and 50 respectively, but it'll get colder in the week, ladies and gentlemen, 30 with a snow flurry possible on Thursday, 25 on Friday, 30 back on Saturday, but it will warm up a little bit on Sunday, but then back to frigid weather early next week. In John's neck of the woods, however, it has been snowing like crazy, I heard, but right now it is 36 and sunny. It'll be 41, 45, and 40 the next few days. The sunshine, however, galore, except for Thursday. Friday will be a chance of clouds, high of 30, and then Saturday it'll warm up again, high around 36. Meanwhile, Hiram Justin's neck of the woods, it is 33 and partly sunny right now, but it will be warm tomorrow, Wednesday, highs of 41 and 44. It'll be cold on Thursday, high of 25 with snow flurries, 20 on Friday, and then 38 on Saturday in sunshine. So it'll be pretty nice there in Justin's neck of the woods. In Neil's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, it is hazy and 65 degrees, but it will warm up the next three days. 76, 75, 75 with a chance of rain on Friday, high of 74, but back to 80 and 83 over the weekend. So, Neil, don't fret. The warm weather will be returning to your neck of the woods later in the week. In Trinity, ladies and gentlemen, it is 42 and sunny right now, but it'll be cold tomorrow, a high of only 37, but it'll warm up, however, 
Wednesday and Thursday, highs of 52 and 56 with sunshine around. Sun on Friday, high of 44. And then on Saturday, it'll be 47 in sunshine. So it'll be a little okay in Trinity. In Columbus, ladies and gentlemen, the home of the King of Columbus, Patel. It is 46 and sunny. Definitely blustery today. But it will warm up, ladies and gentlemen. 59, of course, on Tuesday, of course, with sunshine. 63 on Wednesday with clouds. 67 to rain on Thursday, but then it'll get blustery on Friday and Saturday, highs of 51 and 57, but it will warm up again a little bit on Sunday, high of 62. In Toronto, ladies and gentlemen, the home of King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, ladies and gentlemen, it is definitely chilly and blustery. Right now, 24 in clouds, but it will warm up tomorrow on Wednesday, highs of 37 and 41, respectively. It will be a little cloudy on Thursday, high of 30. Friday, it will be bone-chilling cold, high in the mid-teens, around 16, and then on Saturday, it will warm back up again, high around 27. In Palmyra, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be... Da -da -da -dum, 38 and sunny right now, but it will warm up tomorrow, high of 43. 48 on Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, and sunshine. 46 on Thursday with sunshine. And then 42 and 45 with sunshine Friday and Saturday as well. But there will be some cloud activity Wednesday and Thursday as well. In New York, the home of the Loose Kin Shaquille Cole Cephas, it is definitely blustery today in 33. But they are under a winter storm warning right now. Possibly two and a half, three feet of snow could be coming their way, if you will. Tomorrow, sunny high of 42. A chance of rain on Wednesday, high of 45. But then sunshine around on Thursday, high of 44. Cold and blustery with a chance of a flake or two on Friday, high of 33. And then on Saturday and Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, 37 in sunshine. And then 42 in clouds on Sunday, if you will, in that neck of the region. Guys, I will be right back. Talk some of yourselves. I'll be returning in a minute.
Sorry about that, guys. I'm back. So there you go. Uh, right now, of course, that is everyone's weather for the moment. However, of course, one last weather place we'll check real quick, and that is Jacksonville, Arkansas. We always do that. For the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach, it is 43 and sunny right now. 50, 52, 38 with a chance of flurries, and then 41 and sunshine will be the forecast tomorrow through Friday. Sunshine except for a little bit on Thursday with a chance of a late day snow flurry or two. So there you go. There is everyone's weather right now. Uh, we do also have some breaking news coming into the studio from the NHL studio, ladies and gentlemen. We understand, of course, according to reports, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, however, of course, another game has been postponed. The Seattle game against Ottawa that was set for Thursday night has been postponed, if you will. That is the 92nd game by the league this year, as now the Senators have nine players, including their league ice time leader, Thomas Chabot, in virus protocols, along with their assistant coach, as a result, however, the reason why they called that game off in Seattle is because none of the players could have returned to Canada after because the federal travel restrictions still in place. So that game is not going to take place now. Also, I have heard, I don't know if I can confirm this yet or not, that Austin Matthews, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, Austin Matthews, I believe, uh, like I said, has tested positive for COVID. However, I'm just going to have to see if anyone can confirm this or not. Yes, it has been confirmed, ladies and gentlemen. According to Yahoo Sports, the 24-year-old hockey superstar apparently was absent from practice, however, as of this morning. Well, they found out now, according to reports however, from NHL, he is now tested positive for COVID-19. So there you go, folks. Apparently another NHL person is uh, in virus protocols. That being said, of course, uh, we do want to thank, of course, the Rouse Snake and Neil Patel for joining us here today. It was good hearing from him. We will talk with him, of course, hopefully later on this week. we got John, myself, Fonzie, still here on the show. Of course, earlier today we saw a new mayor take over the city of Pittsburgh, Ed Ganey. We want to congratulate him. Of course, he will be at the Sewer game tonight, if you will. But, of course, the story, John, is Austin Matthews apparently testing positive for COVID again. This 24-year-old superstar has had a very good season thus far for the Toronto Maple Leafs Tower, 52 games so far. He has had so far, however, 66 points, and now this sets him back quite a ways, however, as he tested positive for COVID earlier this afternoon. Your thoughts? Oh, man. This one, 2022, was getting good. Now it's helped the bad hand on NHL. Indeed. Indeed. Of course, a lot of people are still talking about what happened last week with Tony Storm quitting. We'll talk about that as well. Here's a Also, we saw what happened with Sasha Banks last night's injury. Of course, uh, one thing, of course, we did talk about one match has been listed for Monday Night Raw tonight. And of course, that being Bobby hey, Lash, uh, Yes. I'm telling this finish, and I'll, and I'll say Hope something. she doesn't win the Royal Rumble. Well, you never know. But go ahead. You were about to say something. Uh, uh, Hope she doesn't. We'll come back. Who's that? Sasha Banks? Well, you never know, Justin. You never know. She might. She might. There's been talk, of course, that she might be winning. However, possibly there's also been talk that Bianca Blair might be winning. You never know. There's been some early speculation that Bianca might be facing Becky Lynch again, possibly down the road in Dallas in April at WrestleMania. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, time will only tell, as they say. Time will only tell. But again, that being said, was only one show. What's that? Was it the Four Horsewomen show? Well, you never know. You just never know. But, uh, like I said, there has been speculation, of course, 
ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we will continue to update you with this story. But again, this is according to reports. Uh, last night, Sasha Banks did tweak her ankle. She said to be okay, however, if you will. And we have also heard reports saying that Naito has been thinking more and more about retirement, however. In fact, he'll be turning 40 this year, and he did an interview recently with NJPW1972.com and about retiring. This is what he had to say at the time. To tell the truth, when I started the business, I thought I would go until I was 40. As I've gone near, I've started to become more conscious about retirement. I'm not going to say I'm going to hang up tomorrow. It's just the word, quote, retirement is looming in my mind. That's a sad thing for sure, however, but it's motivating me at the same time. Time waits for no man, but that means if I don't enjoy everything to its fullest now, I'll regret it later. If anything, being aware of my use of data has made me stronger than ever. My date has made me stronger than ever. I'm not going to carry on to just carry on. When I've lost sight of a goal, I'll stop then and there. Goals are important to me. If I have them, I can do anything without them, nothing. I think once I don't have a goal left, I'll switch to civilian mode in a heartbeat. Every time I've gone one goal, I've had the next one in mind. When I can think of what's next, that's when I pick the finish line. I think, like, you know, you never know. All that might take until I'm 70. I'll just be able to give the active until the day I die, however. John, what are your thoughts about Naido's comments here? Shocking. Yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree. Fonzie, what about you? What are your thoughts? Whatever uh, John said. And Who said Justin, this? What about you? What's that? Who said this? This was, this, was was con- Naito, this was Naito's This was Naito. Naito commented on this. Jer- was he a wrestler? Yeah, the guy from New Japan, Naito. Tetsui Naito. Oh, um. Your thoughts? Wow, wow. Shocker. Mm hmm. Definitely. Okay, now, Fonzie, you were about to say something. Go right ahead. I'm just looking at some stuff right now, but go ahead. Go yeah. On. You were about to say something. Uh, I, I'm watching. Uh, Channel 4 Action News. And I looked at the the national weather. Yes. And I don't know if John knows this. Uh, There's going to be a snowstorm at the District of Columbia, Washington, near Virginia, Maryland. And they're going to get 10 inches of snow. A winter uh, uh, snowstorm is coming towards uh, D.C. and uh, where um, where John lives at, you know, by Maryland. And I saw yes, that just now. In fact, I mean, it's funny you mentioned that. In fact, actually, it's funny. Uh, Michelle sent me a picture on Facebook this morning, however, from her neck of the woods, and they got some big-time snow, I guess, overnight into this morning in Palmyra. But, yes, uh, John, uh, I understand you'll be in a pretty uh, heavy snowstorm there in your neck of the woods, possibly near the nation's capital here in the next few days. It looks like Old Man would have showed up a little uh, early this year for the new year. Your thoughts about this uh, big storm that's coming in your neck of the woods? No comment. <laughs> well, John, it's just a shame Fonzie and I aren't down there. I mean, especially me. I would have my shovel there in a heartbeat, dig you out. But uh, hope everyone's safe and sound and hunkered in, however, for this uh, winter storm. Also, we want to express our condolences, too. And we talked about it just moments ago, folks. Uh, definitely about uh, the people that's going on down there in uh, Denver, Colorado, certainly with all the wildfires and such. Tower. It has been a very traumatic, crazy time down there, no question about it. It is very scary as well. And also, uh, it has been very rough out for those people as well, ladies and gentlemen, down there in uh, 
in Kentucky and West in Tennessee again. They are going through a really traumatic ordeal. They had some more rain uh, come to that neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen. We understand, however. Uh, within the last three or four days, of course, they are still trying to get themselves back on their feet after what was a very brutal storm there three weeks ago, or close to three weeks ago, I should say, there in Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh, but like I said, apparently the Rockies, of course, got bombed with uh, some heavy wildfires there the last few days, we understand, in Denver and in Colorado Springs and all throughout the state, how, and part of the Rocky region, how, including, I believe, Utah and also uh, some other places, if you will, in the plain areas of like Nebraska and Oklahoma as well. So our thoughts and prayers with those people there out there in the Midwest and also, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, Plains regions of, like I said, uh, uh, Nebraska, Oklahoma, and whatnot. And, of course, uh, we'll be thinking of them, of course, as well as Kansas, as they've been dealing with some very traumatic weather ordeals, as well as the people down there in Kentucky, Tennessee, uh, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, if you will. And like uh, Fonzie said, uh, there was a big winter storm now in effect in New York, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Boston. Uh, possibly 10 to 14 inches of snow is on its way, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, get ready. Old Man Winter is definitely going to show up in that region, possibly as early as tonight, maybe, we understand, if not in the next couple of days. But we will be watching, ladies and gentlemen, however, as far as that goes. We will definitely let you know what will be happening there. So we will be watching to see if anything changes. But right now, nothing has changed as of yet. We will keep you up to date with this story. Anyway, it is 10 after 4 here on episode 326. Let's give you the number again, one 1-3-7-4-4, pound, the human suplex machine, the heartbreak kid, and the soul man all here. We do want to thank the rattlesnake from Tampa, the man who was wearing his Bucks cap, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, who will be wearing it proudly on Sunday when his team takes on Chad's boys, of course, the Carolina Panthers there in what will be a very interesting game, of course, and we will be hearing from him, of course, later on this week. Don't forget this Friday in the Sports Machine, the first one of the year, Mitt and Neil Shaq, myself, along with uh, Justin, hopefully we'll be talking a lot more about the NBA, the NHL, of course, going on, of course, what happened during the first full week of the year, including the look back at some of the bowl games this last week. We saw, of course, the two teams punch their ticket to the championship game, which will be played next Monday in your neck of the woods, Justin, Georgia, and Alabama. Also, we'll be talking about some other things, including, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, AEW Rampage, of course, uh, Revolution, of course, ladies and Dynamite, of course, the big show. This week is going to have a very exciting night of action there in the Prudential Center, Newark, New Jersey, of course. As you know, matches that have already been included, two matches now have been set for this uh, coming week's show in Charlotte, ladies and gentlemen. And right now, here is the line for Saturday night as well as Wednesday night. It will be Dr. Britt Baker taking on Riho for the AEW World's Championship. And yes, folks, Sammy Guevara, the Spanish god, if you will, who has been on controversy of late with uh, some incident outside the ring, will challenge to current champion, the three-time champion, the American Nightmare, to a rematch. Yes, folks, Cody Rhodes, Sammy Guevara, too, will go at it one more time, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, this Saturday at the Bojangles Coliseum in Charlotte. Now, this Wednesday, here are the matches that have been announced. It will be Penta El Zero Mio on Alex, of course, his manager, Alex Abernathy's and Ray Fenix will take on Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, ladies and gentlemen, for the AEW Tag Straps. Malachi Black, the dangerous monster Malachi Black, will take on Brian Pillman Jr. That is going to be an intense match, no doubt. Brian Pillman looking for revenge, however, for his friend, of course, Griff Garrison, and his girl, of course, none other than Julia Hart. But I think Malachi Black might be putting him down 1-2-3 and knocking him out 1-2-3 at the same time. More on Jackass Fool. Yes, MJF will be back in action again. Yawn. 
Hangman Page, of course, and Brian Danielson is the big match that everyone is talking about. Obviously, the rematch, of course, of rematches taking place. And right now, we're looking at a picture of Heinz Field getting ready for what will be a very chilly, cold, blustery Monday night football game between two AFC rivals there, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. And then, of course, the other match that everyone's talking about, ladies and gentlemen, this week, ladies and gentlemen, it will be Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho taking on the man Jade Cargill, Chad Hinshaw's uh, main uh, New Year's uh, celebration girlfriend who he kissed under, uh, let's just say, the missile toe this New Year's Eve, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the first PBS championship, power. Yes, but we know Chad and Chad, Jade were seen uh, struggling uh, by a warm fire. And joining us live on the line from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, the man who's extreme in every sense of the word, ladies and gentlemen, yes, he isn't wearing a costume today because he chose not to, but he was definitely seen pounding around with the man Jay Cargill, if you will, the other night, however, let's just say in smart mark stories. You're just full of bullshit! <laughs> That too. And anyway, but joining us on the line right now, as we said, from Trinity, ladies and gentlemen, right now, of course, to give us his thoughts, of course, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, in the world right now in general, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome him, ladies and gentlemen, the fearless leader himself, ladies and gentlemen, none other than uh, Hangman Page's, uh, let's just say, good friend, Howard, at the bar, and also Daniel Bryan's other good friend, if you will, but he's going to be split either way this week because this is going to be a tough one to call in this very physical 
uh, rematch of sorts, ladies and gentlemen, this Wednesday night. Joining us direct from Horseman Country himself, the man who has a white Bronco and loves to ride in it all the time, the one and only Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, Happy New Year and welcome to the first Raw Radio of 2022. Uh, good to be here. Happy, happy New Year. And, uh, of course, you got part of that statement right. You're finally admitting... Of course, what I've been saying all along, Jade Cargill is really a man. Uh, that's why I probably I thought I saw her going towards Pittsburgh uh, or, uh, sometime lately. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but of course, I hope, of course, everyone's holiday, of course, was was tremendous, of course, here indeed. Uh, I know a lot of us did get a chance to probably go out and spend some time with uh, family, friends, and all that. Uh uh, yours truly, however, there, ladies and gentlemen, chose to stay home alone, and that's what I did. So, uh, but uh, of course, obviously, uh, that's over, that's okay. But you know, nevertheless, it was a tremendous new year, and of course, it gives you a quiet time to reflect on what is going to be, well, what, uh, of course, what you may be able to do. Maybe what you didn't get to do in 2021, hopefully you'll get to do it in 2022. And time, also opportunity to clear your mind and uh, do, do like I said, to probably achieve what goals and resolutions, uh, of course, that you, of course, came up with, of course, this year. Uh, I heard you talking about winter weather a little while ago. Uh, this morning, I had a taste of it down here. Uh, Unfortunately, I actually got out right before it hit, and I thought we were going. I thought I was going to. Uh, um, I did try going to work, but unfortunately, no, none of my people actually showed up, and so Ooh. the day was called, and I actually got to come home. And I've been home since about maybe ten thirty this morning, so uh, I've just been uh, doing the best I can here just to. Of course, now the weather now the weather would improve right after right after of course come, um, coming home and everything. But still, nevertheless, it was a pretty sight down here. Of course, we haven't seen I haven't we haven't had a little bit of a blast here of snow here in quite a while. But of course, our problem was I actually the wind. I got to tell you one quick story for before I let J, before I get by the JD. I don't mean to hog the time, but but right here in my front yard, I. And, and on one side of my front yard, a humongous tree. Actually, we had a bad wind advisory up until, of course, I, I actually just ended probably a few moments ago, I think. Actually uprooted a tree right near but near my house. And luckily, it didn't fall on my house. Of course, I wouldn't be talking to you if it did. <laughs> uh, it fell actually in a wooded area right there beside me. So, I mean, at least it didn't affect anything. didn't affect my... Internet connection, everything like that. So that's why, like I said, everything is still cool, calm, and so I took fight that one little thing happening in your So, so there, so there, there you have it. Of course, right there. Um, but nevertheless, of course, uh, just 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 to reiterate, of course, I hope everyone's New Year was, of course, full of full of insight, and of course, hopefully, like I said, you got a chance to clear your mind. And hopefully, like I said, think about what things we can do, of course, here, big time for the future. Yes, no question about it. No question about it. There's been a lot of things going on. And before we continue, we do want to congratulate Zack Ryder, Woo Woo Woo, and Miss Chelsea Green on their marriage. They did get married on Friday, however, from what I heard in Las Vegas. 
just a few days ago, believe it or not. So happy birthday, however, if you will, however. So happy birthday to them, however, if you will. Uh, that being said, of course, uh, a lot happened, of course, this past weekend, as we mentioned, of course. The one story, obviously, is being Brock Lesnar winning the championship in Atlanta there at day one. Of course, Roman Reigns not being there because of he was testing positive for COVID. Now we're hearing reports that Roman, of course, well, not Roman. We are now hearing reports, apparently, that Brock, again, will not be at Raw tonight once again after what happened a few days after winning the belt. Instead, it will be Damian Priest, Tyra, taking on Dolph. But here's the catch, though. If Dolph gets disqualified, gets disqualified this time, he will lose the U.S. title automatically. That is one match that has already been announced. Let's get your thoughts about what happened on Saturday with the whole Roman Brock thing, and then your thoughts about Brock not showing up again tonight at Raw as the new champion, and what we're to expect on the first Raw of the new year, live not far from your neck of the woods down there in Greenville. Well, it's going to well. Well, first off, of course, you know, like you said, this is the first Raw of the year. You would think, of course, after the, after this very, we'll just say unique, but of course you know what I mean when I use the term unique. Uh, pay-per-view, of course, this past weekend, of course, is very rare that you get to see them on a Saturday. Uh, or there's been ages, I think, since they've really had them on a Saturday, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but, but obviously, of you, course, you never you know, get a Saturday night event, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Vince was in the back, probably, probably doing a lot of drinking and all that. Uh, probably. Anyway, <clears throat> as to what he was drinking, I don't know. But I mean, I'm. Of course, as, as you always know, everyone else here knows he he's drunk on one thing. That's for sure, and that is power. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what I anyway the point is, what I was saying is. You know, you uh, it did take. It was a very unique twist, of course. Obviously, with the report that Roman did, from what a lot of people are saying, even though some people are speculating that that some people are even speculating that. Uh, and I'm not. I'm not discounting. I'm not discounting the uh, stories here or anything. But I mean, some people are even saying on the other side of the coin that uh, that this thing was involving the pandemic, as far as Roman was concerned, was was somehow falsified. But I, mean, I haven't heard anything too much about it. Uh, but nevertheless, here, uh, uh, you know, obviously, of course, you remember the last time. You remember back in 2020 when this whole thing hit. What did Roman? What did Roman was scheduled to be in the championship match? And what happened? He backed off because a this pandemic, like I said, he would he would have been very very vulnerable. Of course, had of course he caught it. Because you know of his history with the leukemia situation, and obviously now that he's got it, uh, so so it's going to be interesting to see what his how he's going to how he's going to do here for a little bit here. So I'm sure he's going to probably quarantine for a little for a little while now. Uh, Brock winning the main belt on Raw, however, of course, but not showing up to uh, you know. We're not showing up to, uh, um, you know, to, you know, show show off, show it off, of course, here to the fans. I mean, the fans, the last few months, ever since he, of course, came back at SummerSlam, and of course, have been on kind of, have really been on, have really backed Brock up a little bit. I mean, we even saw the videos, of course, last night after he won the belt, that uh, uh, that he was taking selfies with with fans. 
holding it. I mean, which was kind of interesting. Um, and of course, obviously, they, obviously, I did hear some rumor that Big E was also kind of pissed off about it, seeing as how they, it was just a, it was just a shot of the moment situation. Uh, but obviously, Brock should be. I mean, obviously, it is not my personal opinion. I don't think it's really right for Brock for Brock to not be there. But obviously, maybe that was probably part of some sort of deal that they worked out here. Obviously, with that, with him uh, popping back into WWE, of course. For all I know, that could have been a situation to where maybe they want to get the belt off of Big E, and then obviously, of course, do something else down down the road with the belt. I mean, obviously. Maybe figure out a way to put it back, put it back on some certain individual, <coughs> Bobby Lashley. Um, anyway, uh, but uh, but nevertheless, here uh, you know, it, uh, this this then this other match you're talking about here, of course, here tonight you're saying, and apparently it's apparently you're saying that this is indeed a U.S. title match, and then obviously if Damien but Damien Priest gets disqualified, he loses the belt. I mean. I mean that's that's kind of that's kind of awkward there, you know. Um, I mean, are they? I mean, are they are they wanting to do something else with Damian Priest? I mean, that's that's another that's another shocker, of course, here indeed. And um, but uh, but the but the first Raw of 2022 is starting to look like it's it's going it's going to look just like how how the Last Raw 2021 was. It's going to pretty much not. It's, it's not going to be. It's not going to be that. It's not going to be that exciting. It's not going to be that interesting. Because the thing about it is, you got somebody else holding the belt now, and that person's not there. So obviously, you know. You know what? I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they were going to probably do this program possibly around Brock tonight, and he's not even going to be there. So, I mean, your guess is as good as mine here. I mean, they're going to come up with with something unique to kind of try fill in that gap. And I don't really think you, with, with, with the level of intensity that Brock Lesnar brings to an event, you know, of, of, of course, we've seen that over time ever since he, of course, was in the, on the main roster since, you know, 20 years ago. I mean, I mean, every time Brock Lesnar is involved in some sort of format here, obviously he is... A lot, of, a lot of people still enjoy, still enjoy seeing his matches and all that stuff. So, but I mean, they don't. And, and who, who knows what they're going to do with, 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 with all this? But I, um, of course, obviously, they've, they've said that they're that it might kind of change. I've even heard some rumor that it might even change the outcome of WrestleMania 38, and it's not even for another several months. So I mean, but but. This is going to turn out to be one awkward raw, for, uh, the very raw, especially the very the first one, of the, the very first one of the brand new year. So, all we got to say is we got to wait and see what happens. Certainly, no question about, it, no question about. It. We'll definitely keep an eye on this. Now, I see. Uh, no, never, I bet you they'll never take that raw, that WWE title off from um, Brock Lesnar. I bet you. We'll, we'll see. Well, we'll definitely be watching that very carefully, Justin. Very good point indeed. But right now, we're going to go back to Chad. I understand, however, because Chad's going to let us know what we got planned for this week. Guys, I have to step out once again. So let's hear what Chad has to say, what we got planned for the first week of the new year. And I will be back shortly. Okay, thank you very much here, JD. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138-744-POUND. Episode 326 of WCWS Raw Radio. It is 
427 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here. This is Monday, January 3rd, 2022. Of course, the very first uh, uh, Raw Radio of the New Year. Of course, we thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. hope you had a tremendous holiday season and, of course, a, a very tremendous New Year. I hope 2022 does is, of course, much is, is will, of course, bring a lot of great things uh, to yourself and your family. Of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, of course, right here with you. As first off, ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and give you, of course, the lineup for what we plan on talking about here this week here, of course, in the radio network. Uh, first off, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, to tomorrow night at 7.30, of course, the first WCWS Wrestling Revisited, 139-926-pound. Of course, please join uh, the loose cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas, and, of course, a plethora of guests as they talk about, very, of course, t- tonight's episode of Raw, as well as, of course, NXT, and also, of course, some more classic wrestling moments. Be sure to listen in, of course, on Wrestling Revisited, of course, tomorrow night at 7.30. Uh, also, tomorrow night at 9 o'clock, WWS Revolution, episode 1089, the very first revolution of the new year. News and views, history and birthdays. <clears throat> We will, of course, talk about what happened, what will happen tonight on Raw. We will also talk about, of course, all the matches, of course, representing Monday Night Raw from day one. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking about some uh, some other wrestling wrestling uh, uh, tidbits, of course, here as well. That is, of course, making the rounds. So be sure to listen in on Revolution episode 1089 tomorrow night at nine one three eight zero five five pounds. Coming up here this Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget WCWS Outside the Ropes at 6.30. Of course, I'll be on to bring you the very first, of course, edition of OTR right there as we will bring you, of course, the, uh, of course, the, first, uh, the first round of pop culture news and views in 411 Mania. Also, of course, pop, your pop culture history and birthdays. And also, of course, uh, some wrestling news tidbits to get you ready for the Wednesday edition of Revolution. So be sure to listen in, of course, on Outside of the Ropes here this Wednesday night at 6.30. Also, episode 1090 of WCWS Revolution at 9 o'clock. As we said, 138055-pound. News and views, history, and birthdays. Will someone say something? Okay. Anyway. Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, like I said, news and views, history and birthdays, of course. We'll talk about the SmackDown matches, of course, from day one. And also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about what happened, uh, what will happen tomorrow night on NXT. Plus, give you, of course, a few updates here on, uh, of course, the uh, Wednesday night edition, the very first edition, Wednesday night Dynamite on TBS. We'll talk about that. And also some other wrestling uh, extras as well. Be, please be sure to listen in on that coming up here this Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. Coming up here this Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget at 7.30, WCW U.S. Wrestling Debate, 139-925-pound. Once again, the Loose Cannon, of course, will have the floor with the NWO Madness Kingdom as I'll talk about everything that's happened, of course, here thus far uh, for the first few days of 2022, of course, including day one, also, of course, Raw, NXT, AEW Dynamite, and of course, I'll give some insight, of course, on Impact, as well as, <clears throat> as well as, of course, what may happen, of course, on SmackDown and Rampage uh, Friday night as well. So be sure to listen in on Wrestling Debate, of course, one three nine nine two five pound this uh, Thursday night at seven thirty. 
Also, Thursday night at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, I do believe it will be episode number, I want to say, 330, it's 336 or 337, I'll have to look at that number and see, of NWO Wolfpack. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays, of course, we'll talk about what happened, what will happen this Wednesday night on Dynamite. We'll also talk about some of your results here, of course, from uh, from from uh, <clears throat> from uh, uh, Impact, as well as, of course, some other wrestling extras, of course, as well. Please be sure to listen in, of course, on that, 138-521-POUND. Also, of course, this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, as J.D. did mention, of course, at 4 o'clock, 944-1585-POUND. Uh, of course, uh, Sports Machine will be on, as, of course, be sure to join J.D. along with Shaq, Mint, and a plethora of guests as they, of course, talk about everything going on here in the first few days, of course, here in the, in, in the sports world. And who knows, maybe maybe Mitt might take a paddle and pop J.D. in the hind end with it. I don't know what could happen on that show. <laughs> so be sure to listen in uh, this Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock for that. Uh, we're just kidding about that last name, by the way. Uh, also at 9 o'clock, episode 1091 of WCWS Revolution, 138055-pound. News and views, history and birthdays, of course, we'll talk about of course, your results from SmackDown as well as AW Rampage. We also hope to hear from, of course, Danny from Oak Park and or the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Please be sure to listen in, of course, on that coming up here this Friday night at 9. And also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget this Saturday, WCWS Power Hour, 141-364-pound, and I'll be, taking, I'll be taking you through, of course, Saturday's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. We'll review what happened, what happened of course, for this whole week in the radio network and also of course bring you some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of 411 mania so be sure to listen in on power hour this saturday starting at six o'clock of course right here right here of course <clears throat> on uh right here of course in the radio network of course right here on talkshoe.com now of course ladies and gentlemen uh as i've also as i've also uh, mentioned here on of course on on numerous occasions here, uh, <clears throat> um, we do have, of course, a couple of more poll matches. Of course, currently up. Of course, currently, of course, as of right now, I will go ahead and get you, of course, some of those, um, some of those, uh, those, some updates on those matches here thus far. Uh, where we're trying to, of course, obviously. Uh, yeah, here we go. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, as you know, uh, as you, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll say it in a minute. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. I do think we do have, uh, uh, yes. Okay. Hold on a second here. We do have, of course, a couple of, uh, a couple of matches, of course, here. Uh, just two matches here tonight for, for this week. Uh, first off, of course, uh, at, as you as you know, of course, here, folks. Uh, okay, there you go. Uh, first off, of course, as you know, of course, uh, everyone that was involved in the big battle royal for the new uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, AEW US, of course, holiday holiday bash championship. Of course, everyone is going to receive an opportunity. And John, of course, unfortunately, I have to tell you that all of them are going to be triple threat matches. So you're going, you are going to be a very busy, busy man. Uh, but uh, uh, first off, of course, here, let's see here. 
for, uh, we'll go ahead and tell you that one, one, one result I can give you, of course, of this right now is, as you know, everyone knows, of course, uh, John is now, once, is now defending the AWUS Holiday Bash Championship against both Justin Carter and Sandy Hardy. Uh, of course, it was the next two, of course, here on the list. As <clears throat> of course, he, of course, uh, John had a very successful title defense last week. Of course, here uh, hitting, uh, going up against, of course, William Banks and also, of course, Mitt Patel. Uh, currently, as of right now, John, Justin, and Sandy have not received any votes as of yet, but you currently have four. So, but uh, but like I said, there's still plenty of time, of course, to. Uh, Get your votes in, of course, here before I announce the results of this on Friday. Also, of course, here, let's see, one other one other thing here. Let me see if I can, if I can pull this up here. Uh, of course, as you know, there was only seven people that did take part in our prediction title challenge for day one. Let me go ahead and let you know here. This case, if anyone did not see this, I posted this in the Raw Rant panel chat box, of course, over the weekend. I will go ahead and post, I will go ahead and let say only here the official results of that. The official winner of the uh, day one prediction title challenge was Byron J. Brain. He had gotten seven correct, seven predictions correct. Technically, he got six because I gave him, of course, as you know, the, he got, everyone got the freebie because of the universal title match being canceled. But he was the overall winner, of course, here with seven. Second place went to uh, J.D., Derek Fromant, uh, just, uh, the godfather of soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the Kian Club's Matt Patel with six predictions correct. And, and third place went to Jared Thornton, who had, only, who had five. Now, keep in mind, everybody that was involved in this did receive this free point because of the, of the universal title match being canceled. So that's part of all this. I just want to let everybody know about that, so that way, uh, just want to let everybody know that it, there was no one got shortchanged in this. I was made, I made sure of that. So the other match, of course, obviously that we currently have up and going right now is the is the of course what I call a severe seven way to determine, of course, the new WCWUS Day One Champion and the new AEWUS New Year Smash Champion. Of course, the most votes will win the day one title. Second highest will win the New Year's Smash title. So far, Byron J. J. Brain currently has four votes in that. John, you have three. Jared Thorpe has one. Uh, J.D., you, Justin Mitt, and Derek Froman have not received any votes as of yet, so I would highly recommend... Come on, people, vote! Yes, yes, get your votes in. Get, your, get y'all's votes in, because y'all got until Friday before I announce the official winners, of course, here of that as well. So that's what we currently have going here right now. And, John, my man, all i got to say is here throughout the end part of 2021, you really, you really busted some tail here, uh, uh, here in, of course, these uh, prediction yes. title challenges. Yes, and you did. Like now, speaking of which, one question here, obviously, that, we, that we've been, been meaning to add, we've been meaning to get an answer for. Uh, hopefully we have Wait, both, of course, J.D. and I hope we have, of course, J.D. and Justin here, uh, because as you know, of course, one match that, of course, was settled from the week prior was, of course, Justin did get by J.D. to pick up the NWA U.S. War Games title. 
and I'm sure JD has been wanting to get another shot at it. And I said, well, how about we try doing this live? I need to like to, I would love to have an answer from either one of y'all. If either one of y'all have made a decision if you would like to do this sometime during this week. I'm game, and I'm picking the knife Thursday. Uh, okay, well, JD, are you saying you're game, or are you saying that you're gay? You're game. Okay, I'm just kidding. G-A-M-E, I'm game. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, JD. Thursday night, you're I'm challenging Justin. Okay, okay, Justin. Listen very carefully. Go ahead, JD. What, what, what's your what's Thursday your point? Thursday night, I'm challenging you, so be ready. So, NWO Wolfpack, it seems like, on Thursday. Justin, what do you think, bud? Are you up to the challenge? I think he left. Okay. You, you think you, you think you, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, he did uh, leave. He did leave. You're right, Don. So uh, okay, we'll all right. So, so we will, okay, so JD has thrown that out there. And so if in case, like if he doesn't make it back before Raw Radio is over with tonight, we will address it tomorrow night, of course, here on Revolution, ladies and gentlemen. JD has thrown out a potential date, which could be, of course, this Thursday night on NWO Wolfpack. But we will as soon as, as soon as of course Justin we hear hear from Justin, then we will make the match official, and we'll go at it of course there from there, and of course and, and of course of like us and and of course I'll say that too. So, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's for the most part what I have of course here as well. Be sure to of course as always check out all of our groups of course in WWS of course here on Facebook. And also, of course, uh, check out all of our past episodes, of course, here on TalkShoe. And be sure to, of course, uh, ha- and let's have, of course, a lot, have a lot of fun here in 2022. Of course, everyone here kicked tail here in 2021. I will go ahead and throw that out to everybody. Let's, hope, let's do it again, of course, here one more time here in 2022, as we have been doing for so many years. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, of course, now turning things back over here. Uh, to the man who actually was seen, actually dressed up as Baby New Year, um, actually on New on, on at 1 a.m. of course on New Year's night, and that is of course the, <laughs> the Ice Man, Jared Dijeron. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you very much. That's very true. I was. Thank you very much. And yes, uh, here at 3.6, we do, yeah, we we do want to thank, of course, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and of course the Mouse Thinking Neil Patel. This is 326-1605-562-044-138744 pound. Of course, uh, John and the suplex machine grows, of course, and, of course, Mr. WCW with you right now. As you know, we got, of course, uh, we're winding things down here to end the day. However, I'm just trying to get the music selected here, so bear with me here, guys. Um, okay, I'm just doing this here. I'm just testing this first. Hold on a second, guys. <laughs> Okay, here we go. There we go. Okay, we're good to go there. Okay, anyway, folks, we, of course, as you know, there's one been one match listed for Monday Night Raw tonight, of course, for the U.S. title so far. Damian Priest versus Dolph Ziggler, of course, for the U.S. title, but with a twist this time. Of course, we do not know if Finn and Austin Theory will fight one another or possibly AJ and Omos after what happened last week, of course, because those matches were canceled at the last minute. But we have heard the U.S. title could change hands on disqualification. Case in point, if... Dean Priest goes batshit crazy like he has been as of late and basically does it again tonight. He will automatically lose the U.S. title outright. So there's one match that has already been listed for tonight. Also, I can imagine Big E along with KO, of course, 
and Seth Rollins, Heller, are not very happy about what went down this past week. You can imagine there will be fireworks plenty there in Greenville tonight, however, if you will, as far as Monday Night Raw goes. And as we said, of course, we have some big celebrity birthdays today we mentioned as well, so you guys want to go back and maybe listen to that at the beginning of the show. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up here a little bit early, however, here on Raw It's quarter to five. Of course, a lot going on in town tonight, of course, as you have besides the Monday Night Show. Of course, the final regular season Monday Night Football game of the season will take place. Fonzie did give me his Raw ratings and predictions, however, he said it was going to be Pittsburgh 2014. He thinks it's going to be Beth Phoenix versus possibly Becky Lynch, however, as Beth will come out of retirement for one night, however, and maybe take on Becky this is a 1-1 rating. That has been the rating the last few weeks on Raw. Also, we can tell you that the uh, King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, did say, however, of course, this is the heartbreak here. Fonzie giving us his ratings and score prediction. He did say, how that WWE should find Roman Howard for basically screwing the fans over and lying to them through his cancel ordeal after what happened last week. Uh, this past week, Howard, he was supposed to join us today, but hopefully he will be joining us this week at some point on some of our shows and, of course, next week here on Raw Radio. Anyway, we're going to go to our Raw ratings and predictions, and of course, overall, how our final score of the Monday night game of the NFL regular season. Of course, the playoffs are starting just around the corner. However, this is, of course, the last regular season Monday night game of the season. Next week, we will have our championship game predictions between Alabama and Georgia and Indianapolis, which is in Justin Woods. Also, Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live next Monday in Philadelphia. Yes, folks, Philadelphia, barring the stone blizzard or anything like that, will be at the Wells Fargo Center next Monday night. Tickets are still available for that show next Monday. Anyway, we're going to go to John, of course, first to give his uh, Monday Night Football score and prediction, however, as well as the Monday Night Raw rating and main event prediction there. And don't forget, join John along with Antonio Gutierrez, Antonio Chobot, Mitt, myself, Chad, Gerard, Michelle, JML, Jeff, Rhonda, Neil, Justin, and the rest of the gang at 11 p.m. tonight. He will have a lot to talk about, including breaking down the early throw of Wrestle Kingdom 16, which is again tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., but he'll also give you his Raw ratings and thoughts, however, for the first show of the new year, his thoughts about day one, and also a preview of the Royal Rumble and other stuff going on as we start off the new year, including the big AEW show that's coming up this Wednesday between Daniel Bryan and Hangman 2. So, a lot to discuss tonight on the post-show. Don't you dare miss it. Gross and Sophilus. Sports Wrestling Incorporated, 11 p.m., just after Monday Night Raw. Be sure to check that out on FacebookLive.com. John, by all means, let's hear what your Raw Reigns predictions are for the main event, however, as far as the Raw Reigns, the first one of the new year, and your thoughts about the big game between Pittsburgh and Cleveland with Big Ben playing his last game as a Steeler and possibly ever here in the city of Pittsburgh for that matter. It's going to be a very emotional night here in Pittsburgh. Priest versus Ziggler, the main event, and a 1.2. All right. Now, what about Pittsburgh and Cleveland? Considering both teams need to win this game, Pittsburgh desperately needing to keep their hopes alive. Thirty-seven they to they are four. Pittsburgh or Cleveland? Pittsburgh. Ooh. Okay. Very good, John. Very good indeed. Of course. And we will let you go out right now for the night. So we will talk to you okay. later on this week, and I All will right. catch up with you tonight at some point on the post show. So thank you as always for coming. All in. right. Uh, uh. All right. The human superstar is now. Uh, leaving our uh, studio here. We do thank him as always, of course, and I will go next. Chad will go last today, however, and of course next week we'll do the exact or I'll go last, but I'll go not Chad will go last today since it's only fitting. Uh, I'm going to say I agree with John on this one. I think Ziggler and uh, Priest could close out the show. I'm going to say 1.3. They need something to start off the new year obviously with a bang, and especially with the Rumble just three weeks away, however, beginning, starting tonight, however, this would make sense 
Uh, Pittsburgh-Cleveland's going to be a very intense game, no question about it. This is Roethlisberger's last game, as we've mentioned earlier, and we've talked about the last several weeks, however. And he finally made it official just last week. It's going to be an emotional night. Of course, the Steelers D is going to be hungry, looking to get after Baker Mayfield. Mayfield owned them twice last year, of course, including here in Pittsburgh, late in the season. Cleveland desperately needs this game. They have most of their guys healthy, including Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. This could be a shootout, however. This could be an intense game. The Steelers D is going to have to be on their toes all night long. Plus, this could be Joe Hayden, the ex-Brown uh, and the current Steelers' last home game is the Steelers, too. I think the Steelers are going to be ready to play. I mean, they saw what Baltimore did yesterday, obviously, against Los Angeles. However, they know they still have an outside chance of getting into the postseason, but they're going to need some help along the way. This is going to be a closer than people think, however. I mean, Cleveland was favored until just a few hours ago, and the odds suddenly shifted over to Pittsburgh. This is going to be intense, like I said, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with my boys here. I think Pittsburgh's going to somehow survive this one and knock Cleveland out of the postseason. This is going to be a closer one, like I said, as people think. I go Pittsburgh 30, Cleveland 23. This is going to be a very, very good game, I feel. But in the end, sorry, Cleveland. You're going to be sailing back home, however, along the turnpike, however, with a loss in your record and out of the postseason altogether. But if you win this game and knock us out, then, hey, I'll be the first one to give you credit next week, as I normally do as much as I don't like you guys, however, here at the start of Raw Raiders. So I'm going to go with the series with a last-minute touchdown to point out the win. Uh, Chad, you have the final say here. Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, it's, it's it's like I it's like I said earlier. I mean, they're not really getting off to a real unique, real crazy start like uh, uh, like that like they should be. Of course, obviously, because of the fact that when your main your main element here, obviously, of course, uh, you know, uh, Brock Lesnar holding the WWE belt. Of course, obviously. Um, unless, of course, there's a, there's there, there there's got to be some reasoning behind it, but of course, obviously, it might not be the one that everybody will uh, what everybody will agree with. But nevertheless, uh, they may say, "Well, this is the uh, this this is the absolute reason why." Uh, but anyway, uh, but it's not. I don't think the show is going to really be too. Is really going to be is going to live up to the. Uh, it's going to be really hyped up for you know as being the very first one of the year. I have to say, obviously, uh, well, the only one that you probably said. I mean, obviously, this has got some stipulations here, a, a, a huge stipulation, obviously, and that is, of course, the uh, the uh, stipulation, obviously, about the, about you know, David David Priest goes out of whack and all that, he loses his U.S. title. Um, but 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 never but nevertheless here, I would say this has got to be the uh, main event here. However, like I said, I will be somewhat optimistic. Of course, unless of course if they feel that if they have some sort of viable solution for this, because I know that a lot of has probably been written. Uh, written uh, uh, it's probably this thing's already probably in the bag, but obviously, as you know, if Vince wasn't involved, he's going to probably uh, take a lighter and set it on fire, and he's going to tell him to write something else right there. Oh, real quick, on. before you continue on, hold on. Uh, real quick, we do just have now a minor update from Raw, apparently. We thought that Brock Lesnar took his ball and went home, apparently, after yesterday of Saturday night's match. We can now report, according to PW Insider, he is still on the road, and they will 
they are now reporting apparently he will be at Monday Night Raw tonight. So apparently Brock will be in Greenville tonight. We thought he was going back home after Saturday night into earliest, but now that is not going to be the case. However, instead, he will be at the show tonight from what we have heard. But please continue. Go on. Okay. Well, I, well, obviously, well, that might kind of change my outlook just a tad, but I mean, unless that, that might either go with the U.S. title match or obviously they'll probably go with something involving Brock, but but knowing them, they'll probably go with Brock at the beginning of the show. So I'm going to stick with the U.S. title match here in this. I'll be a little bit optimistic, of course, to see how this is going to go with it being the, the first one of the year. I will say a 1.3, but that's just being a little bit optimistic. Now, uh, now of course, uh, as far as football game is concerned, um, I believe you did say this was Pittsburgh versus who? Cleveland. And it was in, now, is it in Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh? Yes, it's going to be a it cold a, night here in the Berg, yes. Yeah, I know, I wouldn't be surprised if an iceberg formed there. Yeah, uh-huh. it feels like it feels like it here. I'll tell you what, though, it's been like that most of the day here with the wind and the sun, however, but it is going to drop here in the next little while. Right. And you've seen, you've seen obviously, of course, that, uh, as, of course, the words we get out that Ben Roethlisberger is, I don't know, it was after this season or whatever. You're saying that yeah, they yeah. like Steelers or something like that. Uh, probably going to do a Brett Favre thing and retire. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard anything. Well, Ben has said this will be maybe his last home game as a Steeler, and uh, he's still uh, retiring after the season. There's been also talk Aaron Rodgers might be retiring too. Mm-hmm. Well, nevertheless, I will. I will give it to Cleveland. I will. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase it. Then I'll give it to Pittsburgh. Uh, here, of course, of course, they'll have the home field advantage. Of course, also because, like I said, that that the, that the man who, of course, overseeing things here today, of course, this is this is his team. I will give him, of course, the benefit of the doubt. Of course, um, one last thing I will say after after I tell you this, but uh, anyway, I'm gonna give it to Pittsburgh here. Uh, I think it's gonna be probably academic. I think it's gonna be almost kind of a blowout here. I'm gonna probably say. 27 to 7 in favor of Pittsburgh. Uh, so being very generous there. And I will also say one quick thing here, as far as, of course, uh, um, just to reiterate now, I did hear you say something about the Carolinas supposed to play Tampa Bay on Sunday. This Sunday, uh, yes, that's correct, yes. Yes, now where, 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 where exactly? I believe that game will be in Carolina. We saw what happened with Antonio Brown's meltdown yesterday. I'm sure you saw that whole ordeal. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw a picture of him actually leaning on an airplane wing when they were leaving or something like that. Yeah, that was the one I saw too. But, yeah, he took off his shirt, however, and uh, he acted like a banshee. I mean, he was really No, no, no. no. I just saw a picture of him. I, someone taking off no, on an airplane. No, you guys see, like, see, see the video of what he did yesterday after the Jets game. I mean, oh, I saw funny. the video. I saw it, yeah. What were your thoughts about despicable. that? Let me ask you that real quick. What were your thoughts real quick about that? It was despicable. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, what, what, what? Obviously, obviously, what more, what more can you, what more can you say about it? I mean, it was obviously, it was obviously, uh, it was obviously, you know, despicable. I mean, you don't, you don't go out there in the middle, you don't go out there in the middle of the game and cry out loud and just, and just, you know, and just all of a sudden. Just rode right there in front of everybody. All of a sudden, just 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 walk just walk right out. I mean, mm. I mean, I mean, if he was dissatisfied with something and all that, I mean, he he could have done aired his grievances, of course, after the game. But no, he had to do it right there in the middle of things. 
I mean, he was trying to make himself be like the center of attention here when it was supposed to be a football game. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you this. Good point. Good point indeed. Uh, let me ask you this with a one-word answer, yes or no. Do you see him, I mean, I mean, we know he's not going to play, obviously, the rest of the season. They've released him and whatnot. That's understandable. We know that. But here's the question. Do you think right now he will be back in the NFL this time next season? I'd say no way. No. I would have to, well based, well, based upon this, and of course, if he pulls any other antics, I would definitely have to agree with you on that because, I mean, I mean the thing there's no, there, let, me, let, me put, let me put it to you this way. You know how we've talked about that you don't see the true essence of football or any other sport out there anymore because they're all concentrating on one thing, and that's obviously money, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Well, but, here, but, but, but let, me, let me make this point clear, and I, have, and I don't think I've said this part of it. That there is absolutely, and of course, not just the NFL, but of course, Major League Baseball, the NHL, college sports, and everything like that. I'm sure you probably know where I'm going to be coming from when I say this. There's no room in professional sports for crybabies, and that's yeah. exactly what exactly what this this guy proved proved right there. They won the very first games of 2022 and all that. He's got to go pull off a stunt like this. He was simply belly aching. You know, belly aching right there in front, in front, in front of a, in front of a very decent crowd, and all, all that stuff, and all that, just simply mm-hmm. because, just simply, just simply because, like I said, if he was dissatisfied with something, he could have, he could have just kept that on. He could have, he could have just thought, thought about the game, and you know, finished the game. And like I said, if he had a problem with things, he can go to his coaches, he can go to the managers, he can go to the president of the team, whoever runs the team and all that stuff, but you don't do it in the middle of a game, especially when you got a lot of people sitting there in the stadium watching, and you got other people sit watching it on TV for crying out loud. You don't do that in sports, period. I mean, the thing about it is, that's what I'm saying. There's no room for it in professional sports. There's no room for it. They, 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 people don't get on, get on, turn the TV on, just for the simple fact of watching someone have a temper tantrum. That's exactly what this guy pulled. And like I said, I'm pretty certain now he's going to be the subject of these, what they call them, these GIFs and memes and everything like that now. I'm pretty certain he's going to make himself a, uh, I mean, it's, it's just absolutely, it's just absolutely ridiculous, you know, for him to be doing that right there, and especially, like I said, in the middle of a game, like like I said, it's because he and all was all because if he wasn't happy about something, hey, I've seen I've seen I've seen a lot. I mean, I used to see, uh, I watched old clips of uh, what was one of those old old tennis stars. Um, you might know who McEnroe. I'm talking about. Um, McEnroe. No, not well, McEnroe. Yes, but there was somebody else. It was before McEnroe. Um, um, the No, no, Ely Nastasi. Ely Nastasi. They showed old clips. I saw a thing of the, the that uh, someone posted that greatest sports follies that Sports Illustrated did back in the eighties mm-hmm. on YouTube, and I was actually watching the other day. And they said that even Nastasi used to pull a whole bunch of mess right there in front of a lot of people during a tennis match. That's exactly what this same scenario is. Somebody, somebody pulling off, uh, pulling off this, 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 this. Stupid stunt and all that in front of a mass of people. That's what that's reminding me of so badly. 
because nostalgia was bad for that back in the 60s and the 70s and all that and, and all that and all that stuff here too i mean and of course man and this was before like i said you brought up a good point that was before McEnroe had his blame fits back in the 80s and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, i mean so i mean yeah there's no question about that and you could use that quote friday on sports machine if you want to but that's how i kind of felt about that so, so, but so, uh, for the most part here, it, I found it. I think one word really described the JD about this deal with this fellow yesterday, or this weekend, whenever it happened. And I think Justin's back all Despic- the Yeah. Despicable. It was. It was despicable. That's all it was. Yep. Okay. Good point. Justin, welcome back. Uh, John, uh, sorry, real quick. Uh, let's get your raw rating prediction, however, and uh, your score for the Monday Night Football game between Pittsburgh and Cleveland, please. Justin, are you there? He might be having some audio problems. Uh, let's see. Well, that's what you get. That's what you get when you sit in a hot tub for a little bit. <laughs> Justin, are you there? I mean, he's on. I can see him in the thing, but I don't. We haven't heard from him yet. We're gonna try one more time. Justin, are you there? Okay. Well, like I said, it must be. They must be having audio problems. So. Okay, I don't have him here, so. All right, like I said, we are going to be, uh, well, like I said, we're going to cut a little loose here. So, Justin, if you, we can't hear you after the show. It's okay. We'll definitely be checking back in with you uh, uh, tomorrow night. But as we said, folks, tomorrow we're going to have a lot to talk about, including Wrestle Kingdom 16, the aftermath of Monday Night Raw, the Monday Night Football score as well, and then some. So we're going to have a lot to talk about, like I said, the Monday Night Football game. Russell Kingdom 16, and then, of course, uh, like I said, everything and anything under the sun as far as the first raw goes. So there you have it, folks. Uh, we do want to thank you all for joining us, including our guest today, of course, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, the Mouse Thinking Neil Patel, as well as Justin, Chad, and, of course, John. We thank you all also for listening in to our new show of the new year. Of course, we're going to continue to grow by leaps and bounds here in the new year, so we thank you all as well. And, of course, we will be back again next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, for another edition of Raw Radio. This time, however, next week, we'll talk about the championship ballgame. But also next week, folks, not only are we going to talk about the upcoming NFL playoffs, however, we're going to start talking about our favorite of the past as far as the Royal Rumble goes. What moments are those and what moments stood out for us? Believe it or not, we will let you know what we think as far as those goes. So you definitely want to check out as far as that goes, believe it or not, coming up, however, next week. So, for now... For the Human Suplex Machine, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, as well as, of course, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis, Fleming, and Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, Howard. This is the Iceman saying so long from ringside, and as we take you out tonight, Howard, we're going to have another unique tune by the Moody Blues, Howard, so let's close it out with the Moody Blues and ride my seesaw, because I think we're going to be on this seesaw trip, power for much of the year. So until next week, we bid you adieu as we say goodnight to you from Raw Radio. And now, here are the Moody Blues with Ride My Seesaw.
Take care, everyone, and we'll see you soon here on the Raw Radio Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.